How's everyone doing? Welcome to another edition of the Draft Show here on Grinders Live. It is Friday and someone is either breaking into my house or there's lightning outside. No clue. Doesn't matter. I don't think they're going to mess with me, so I'm good. We are going to be drafting some lineups today on draft. If you haven't already signed up for it yet, sign up using the promo code GRINDERS or GRINDERS30. Cannot remember at this moment. I believe it's just definitely drop in chat. Anyways, we are going to be drafting lineups. If you're already on draft, you get to participate in the show. I'm going to be creating some live drafts. The promo code is GRINDERS, and you can join along. All you got to do is go over to the add button, top right corner, as you can see from my screen, and add me with my name right there, for 7 Now you know how to spell it. It's also right above the video you are watching. But go ahead, get signed up. Follow me, and you will be able to join the drafts as the show goes along. I am joined here by my buddy, Bobby Fye. How are you doing over there? Good, man. Happy to be here with you. I'm excited about this slate. I like it a lot. Um, I think we're going to have some interesting uh, interesting takes. And, yeah, I'm excited about this night. Going to go – I'm in the, in San Francisco, so going to go watch the, the Warriors game tonight. Ready for a big sports uh, sports day. Good sports day. It's a good sports day. I'm right there with you. It's going to be fun. Um, guys, we have a promo here. If you like – horse betting then guess what we have something special for you you can sign up using our link and promo code maybe i don't know devin will drop the specifics into chat but if you don't already have a tvg account sign up and a free hundred dollar bonus you deposit a hundred dollars you bet a hundred dollars you get a hundred dollars it's that simple plus we'll be having prizes free premium rg shirts plus hats devin is dropping the link in the chat right now as we speak check it out but it's super simple if you want to have some action on this race which is always fun to do by the way watching horse racing for a few hours on saturday morning great way to pregame for the night great way to get a little sweat going and great way to have some fun with this promo there's almost no chance of losing maybe i don't know don't don't quote me on that but we've got a fun little baseball slate let's get away from these horse races and talk about the slate a little bit first i'm going to create a draft um i have an iphone now i do not remember how to do this um create draft boom i figured it out and we are going to make it baseball we're going to make it a 10 man we're going to do it for the full slate here next boom field 10 man five dollars not creating you ready to hop on in hold on give me one second give me oh one. darn it bobby you're supposed to be ready here. i'm ready i'm ready i'm, I'm... all right creating in three two one creating and it's up draft has been created 509 invites sent man i feel like i have a lot of friends with this draft app <laughs> but we got a super exciting slate before we get to the draft overview let's get to the regular overview pitching super interesting on the slate Degrom is way too underpriced gonna have a ridiculous amount of ownership you and me talked before the show you've got a lot of interest in Degrom. you've got a lot of Degrom. Are you going with that much DeGrom? It's, I mean, on DraftKings, I'm having a hard time. Like, I, I really do, I'm having a hard time not playing him, basically. I think there's plenty of ways to go for pitching, and he's going to be, have a lot of ownership. Obviously, we'll know more as the day goes on exactly how high, but um, it's hard, man. It's, I mean, on, on FanDuel, I still think, like, playing Cole makes the most sense, but it really depends. It's really site specific. He's obviously not the number one pitcher, but just point per dollar. Like it's hard to resist that price. Yeah, no, it's incredibly hard to resist that price on f sites like fantasy draft. He's going to be 65% owned would be my guess. 
on sites like DK is going to be high 40s, mid 40s. People are going to have way too much trouble, trouble getting away from him. But I don't think it's a great spot for him. Yes, he is playing Coors or playing the Rockies away from Coors, but he is not the same pitcher versus lefties as he is versus righties. He's walking more. He's getting worse or slightly better ground balls, but same hard contact and not nearly the case. He's not an elite pitcher versus lefties. He's just a good pitcher versus lefties. And we're going to have two, four, six of them in the lineup. I guess a decent pitcher's ballpark, but I think he gets more likely to get shelled than his ownership would appear to be. So I think I might have a full-on tournament fade while playing him in cash, of course, but I don't think it's the right move to play him in tournaments. I think you could do it. It depends on who your other pitcher is. I mean, the guys I'm using them with aren't necessarily going to be owned at all. So I sort of want to wait to see where that one goes because um, I'm definitely like, you know, going to take some shots on some other guys who are just going to have zero ownership with them. And I think my stacks are going to come in fairly low on. So I don't really mind using him in tournaments. Um, that's sort of where I'm at. I hear your points about the lefties. It's like when you're measuring him versus Heaney, but then Heaney's also going to have probably half the ownership that he does. Um, I think it's interesting just to pay out, pay way down and pay way up if you want to. I don't mind like I have a lineup that I like with Kershaw and Cole, which I think actually has more upside than people think. Kershaw just absolutely annihilates the San Francisco lineup. Um, you know, there's a lot of ways to go pitching wise. So I certainly don't think that it's like, you know, you have to play him, but I just, that price makes it hard. And, you know, if he has a DeGrom type of game, it's going to be hard to fade him and win anything. Keep hearing thunder or someone robbing the house. Still not entirely sure, but I'm right there with you. Kirsch does have some upside. I mean, it's all about limiting damage, and granted, that's not really something many people can do, but Kershaw is absolutely the person who can do it, and the Giants are absolutely a team that he can do it against. It's being played over in San Francisco. Not fantastic hitting weather like it never is fantastic hitting weather, and you're a mile away, so you would know that. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think Kirsch is not a terrible play. Honestly, the upside pitchers that I'm going with are pretty darn strange. Um, Domingo German, he, I mean, I get his pitch count, but he's going up against an extremely lefty-heavy lineup here. You pull up plate IQ and you look at his numbers, and his numbers versus lefties. Don't go back all the way to the beginning of last year. Go back to the beginning of this year, and you kind of see that he's going a lot higher strikeouts a lot high, lower walks and just more hard contact line drives fly balls versus lefties than he is versus righties they're not going to be able to work the count nearly as much bowers nick nyquin martin all of them are guys that are not going to increase his pitch count too much so the 90 90 pitch pitch count that he's actually on is really not going to have a huge effect on his potential upside here K's aren't fantastic in this line, but he's a good enough guy with a 14% swing strike rate. He's changed up his pitch type or pitch whatever versus lefties so far this season. Not throwing nearly enough sinkers, so the ground balls are gone, but the strikeups are up. And in all honesty, like it just gives him more volatility here. So the upside is pretty drastic in this lineup. I think that uh, German could be one of the highest scoring pitchers on the slate. Yeah, I, I think it's an interesting uh, – I mean, I, maybe I'll throw him in the lineup or two. I really don't have him on my radar. I'm keeping – I don't have, like, a ton of pitchers that I'm using, but I am playing, like – I like the other guys enough to where I don't find myself needing to try and fit him in personally, but I definitely get it. Um, it's, it it's a totally – like, if you find your – if you're playing, like, a Brewer stack or something and it's going to be pretty chalky, like, you can play him over, you know, 
over one of the other guys and just hope he outscores them. I just personally don't love it for him. I'm curious to see what, you know, we don't have umpire information yet. It'd be nice to see that. Um, I still think this Cleveland offense can, you know, is a little bit better than what they've shown. I know that it hasn't proved me right every day. I'm sorry, I'm making my pick here. Um, I'm making a, I'm sort of gonna make my stack and who I like the most tonight pretty obvious. Um, not necessarily that I'm going to, even as a full stack, like a three and a four man, I just feel like they're going to be, I'm going to have a ton of exposure to the Blue Jays everywhere. Yeah, no, I don't mind that at all. I was looking into the numbers for Kelly and bit worse versus lefties gives up a decent amount of hard contact and fly balls. I, I honestly really, really like that. Um, Vlad can hit anyone out of the ballpark just very clearly he can hit the ball hard and he's a very talented guy kelly not that great versus righties or lefties but his lefty numbers are due for some extreme negative regression in my opinion here he doesn't strike out guys he walks them at a decent enough clip but giving up a bunch of line drives which should actually turn into fly balls looking at his pitch type i really really like kelly to get blown up here by the blue jays and gritchick is too cheap Tellis has too much power Biggio's too cheap a full five-man stack isn't a problem for me at all. Um, so I'm right there with you. Guys, any questions that you have, go ahead and throw them into chat. We'll be answering them throughout the show if you're over on YouTube. Thanks for watching. Like and subscribe. And go ahead and leave any questions you have over there. Devin will try and get them over here whenever they come along. And we'll get them answered because we have too much free time between picks here. So, uh yeah, right there with you with Toronto. What other stacks are you looking at? Because there are some interesting ones today because everyone's going to be all over these Brewers going up against rookies. Yeah, I mean, I like the Brewers too, but I feel like if you play enough other, you know, you mix it around. I'm not actually that, you know, crazy worried about ownership outside the Brewers. And even them, it's not going to be like, you know, we're not talking about like 25% for everybody. So it's not crazy. Uh, got You know, I, I don't think I'm going to stack Oakland fully very much but I do like maybe I will once or twice but I like you know Olsen especially um he stands out as one of my top plays I, I don't mind pairing him in Davis it's a weird slate because I don't really love a ton of full like four or five man stacks um that's why I find myself even more on on the Blue Jays side of things tonight I'm I'm sort of like playing them with some other you know with different variations of the Brewers stack mostly yeah yeah oh shoot I'm losing my pick here uh, I almost distracted you. <laughs> uh, you did. Uh, anyway, I'll take people you asking about Lance Lynn, yay or nay. I'm on nay. Uh, honestly, I think there's too many other pitchers in that same price range who can drastically outscore them. This Oakland team is not really a high upside team, especially going away from home. A lot of their numbers, like their Woba, their ISO is played half at home, so it's better than it appears. Olsen can easily hit the ball at the ballpark. I get that there's a, not many lefties in here, and Lynn has been fantastic for upside against righties, but it's just not worth it to me at all. So I'm probably on the full-on fade with Lynn. I would rather go with a guy like Male, but cheaper, or Heaney. You, I don't think anybody's playing Lynn, right? I don't think anybody's suggesting No one is. Yeah. No one is, but I'm – also, I mean, it's being played in Texas. Again, yeah, I'm not, I'm not interested in Lynn at all. Yeah, the interesting thing is, what do you think about Heaney today? Obviously, just two starts. Crushed it. People might be on it. I'm not sure. I'm waiting to see what ownership is. Um, but I, I am really liking what I see from him here. He's just been pounding just sinker slider all year long, and that's pretty much it. 
rarely throwing his changeup, but huge whiff rate on both those pitches going all the way back to last year. And he's getting some ground balls, not giving up. a. He's given up a lot of hard contact. But that's what's going to happen when you're throwing just two pitches. But you guess wrong, and it's a strike. And his swinging strike rate's up around 20%. Downside and upside are both there, but I think there's more upside than people realize. Yeah, I think that he's going to be pretty popular. I think I think that, I mean, he was doing this in the minor leagues, too. I think that he's the guy, like, with the crazy K upside. Uh, I would pay, take him over your German. Um, Herman, however, whatever, you know, that's just where I'm at. But uh, I think that he's also going to be a lot more popular. So if you want to, you know, play a little bit of a different theory, I really do like uh, he need uh, in this matchup. And I also don't, I don't mind if you want to take like a shot. Some of the bats are cheap against him across DFS. Like if you want to play Encarnacion or something, just a lot of good first baseman and stuff. Uh, maybe on fantasy draft over there. But if you weren't playing Heaney, but yeah, definitely Heaney is one of the guys uh, on my list. He's one of the guys I'll probably have a little be over the field on. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind that at all. I am going to be way over the field. Uh, other guys that I want to talk about, Male, been good this season. Not the greatest ballpark, not the greatest matchup, but the K upside is there. Obviously better versus righties than lefties, and there's only two real power lefties in this lineup. You're going to be playing him at a way too cheap price tag. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I definitely think he's like the guy who no one's playing that I definitely have interest in. So I like that you mentioned him. Um, he's one of those guys that has been a lot better than I feel like people realize. And definitely a guy who's, you know, on my list tonight. I don't know how much I'll have of him yet, but I'll definitely be well ahead of the field. Yeah. All right. Let's see other pitchers. I want to talk about Homer Bailey, cheapest guy on the entire slate, white stocks team that strikes out at the highest clip on the slate recently. Bailey, we worry about walks. Not many walks in this lineup here. Better versus lefties than righties. And, I mean, there's not a whole lot of lefties in this lineup. But, well, no, it looks like they're going to roll out five today. But even the righties in this lineup, striking out a huge clip. We worry about home runs here. We worry about walks. Walks are less worried, but home runs are absolutely there. It's being played over in Kauffman. Not fantastic hitting conditions over in Kauffman today. I'm still going super heavy on Bailey today just because of the way it makes lineup construction go. I don't think he's going to be terribly high owned. People are not going all over the pitchers against the White Sox as they used to be. What do you think about Homer? Yeah, I'm going to be well ahead of the field on him as well. I can do what makes you do whatever you want. I also think that there's enough upside to, to totally justify this. I mean, he's, he's 4,500. This is ridiculous. Um, and it's weird. I, I kind of like the idea of doing sort of something a little bit different and, and trying to play him with another, um, you know, maybe maybe with a, a Woodruff or a Molly or somebody like that, rather than paying playing him with either Degrom or Garrett Cole, which is what people will do who do play him. Um, really allows you for a different lineup build if you do that, and if you can get twenty, you know, forty five from your two pitchers and your hitters go off. I mean, that's that's a, a, definitely a different build than people are going to be able to have. Yeah, someone's asking me what my favorite props are tonight. have not looked into it yet. I've been diving deep into pitching so far on the slate, and that's really all I've had to do, which obviously that correlates well to bats. But, uh, yeah, just been looking at pitching mostly. I don't even want to break down these teams. I just want to keep drafting, so I'm going to create another one here. MLB, should we do a pitchers-only draft because we can do what we want? Can you do pitchers only? I mean, that's only like how many? It's weird. Let's do, let's do hitters. All right, let's do a hit. Oh, oh, I just randomly created one. Don't know what I created. It's a five-man draft. Hurry up and hop okay. in. Ah, I'm going to miss it. 
Oh, I fudged up. Not I fudged up super bad. I don't know what I don't know what this what is. What is this one? It's a five man. I don't know. Pitcher. It's a pitcher one. Is it? I don't think it is. I see only pitchers. Oh no, it's not. It's everyone. Yeah. Oh, eggs on your face there. Well, <laughs> we got five people in here. This draft will go quickly, and we can actually talk about some draft strategy. Haven't looked into the ten mans as much as I have the five mans and four mans because I think five man drafts you can stack a whole lot easier 10 man's a little bit tough outside of your of course blue jay stack but you want to stack with a huge amount of upside one that is going to be probably highly owned in dfs in my opinion the ones you want to stack for draft are going to be the red Sox, the rays and the brewers um, those are the top three stacks on the slate for draft if you really want to you can go angels but outside of trout and otani it's not fantastic so I'm I'm going to try and stack one of those teams. We'll see what happens here. It's going to be super interesting. We got some QQs. You mentioned the Rays, and I like them too, potentially. But I think that also as a contrarian play, like I don't mind Rick Porcello at this price. I know it sounds gross, but there is enough Ks for him to justify it. Like at 7,100, we've seen him out of the blue just have monster performances where it doesn't make sense. I don't think – like he's a guy I keep on my tournament radar because he's still like – a decent enough pitcher most of the time he's not going to kill you and then there is that upside that he can flash so I, I, i'm willing to take a shot there tonight with him you know what? that's fair that is fair my friend um you got a draft oh, i thought i did i'm trying to and oh, no, no, I can't. No, I can't. um no, no no i'm trying to draft right now yeah you're getting cold because you, you you waited I'm too long literally was sitting on christian yellow trying to click draft and it for some oh because i'd already starred cole i already put a star next to cole i guess yeah, that's a little rough, but you know what? Things happen. Um, let's see. What do you think about Didi tonight coming on coming on back from the IL? I'm not going to play him, but I actually actually might consider playing him just because of the, how like I don't like love a lot of the shortstops tonight. Um, so yeah, I think I'd, I would consider him. Yeah. All right. Would you play anyone versus the or anyone the Padres going up against Fed? Again, sorry, who's that? Any of the Padres? Padres. Yeah, I, like, I, I, I think Machado, uh, Tatis, and Reyes would be the guys I would sort of focus on, but not really. Uh, that's just sort of where I'm at. Yeah, um, I'm kind of going to go heavy on Padres or heavier um, than a lot of people are. JD not playing today? He's not starting versus the Rays. Oh, yeah, I, I that, that kind of makes sense. Where's oh gosh, oh gosh. What's happening, Grant? Dead uh, air. I didn't set my pre-draft rankings because I didn't want people to know what I was doing completely. So I I I just fudged up. I just fudged up. Any case, doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, Padres going up against Fetty. Uh, he's just not very good. He throws a lot of strikes versus righties. And granted, he gets ground balls, but this Padres team. I mean, if they're putting the ball in play, what we're really worried about is strikeouts. And looking at the strikeout rates for these righties with power in the lineup, 29% for Tatis, 27% for Reyes, 21% for Machado, 32% for Renfro, 29% for uh, Hedges. All these guys have massive hard hit rates. A lot of them have decent fly ball rates. Betty just giving up a decent amount of hard contact and not striking out anyone oh boy could they just destroy him today even though it's not a great ballpark they oh 
man. I, I'm just getting super excited about these Padres today. I was on them a lot last night. Thought it was going to go great. They were my number one owned stack against Corbin, and they came in at low ownership, and they got a bunch of base runners and then just left, what, 10 guys on base throughout the game? It was not fantastic, but it could work out better this time. Yep. Um, we got a YouTube question about Homer, but we think we sort of answered that one. Yeah, we like Homer Bailey for sure. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Now I have to figure out what I'm going to do. Um, yeah, really wish I would have set my rankings. Um, Grant, come on. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm literally up right now. I'm going as quickly as I can. All right. No, no. I mean, I mean we got to keep talking about something here. Uh, well, you go ahead and talk. I'm drafting. All right, all right. All right, now I'm done drafting. Now we can talk. All right, let's talk about some other things. Philly stack as a contrarian stack, decent ballpark. Male is going to have a good amount of ownership. Nothing too high, but still a good amount of ownership just based off his numbers here. Um, a lot worse versus lefties. There's not a huge amount of power outside. Of, well, there's a good amount of power, but not good enough. I don't – it's it's an all right contrarian stack. Anything can happen. He's been much worse versus lefties, and he shut down righties. So outside of Harper, Bruce, Hoskins, and Hernandez, I don't know if there's too many guys I really want to go with here. Do you, do you like the Philly stack? I don't like the stack, but I don't mind. Like, it's just not a, a priority for me. I never really mind them as a stack, but I, it's not where I'm going uh, to spend up tonight. So it's just – only because I, I like other spots a little bit better and I like other hitting things. I just don't really like want to pick on Molly. I don't think is that bad, but it's, it's like, it's fine. I just, I'm not excited by it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. I mean, Harper is a fine play. It's just anytime you get an extreme splits guy going up against the lineup with majority, the bat, the handedness that he's good against, it doesn't really like it's not horribly conducive to a big outing for that stack. So I'm 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 just I'm probably staying away quite a bit. Uh, yeah, I mean Reese is too cheap and will be unowned. I mean they're all gonna like mostly gonna be unowned other than maybe Harper. I mean like, Reese is the greatest hitter of all time, so you can always always roster him one hundred percent. Squeeze that one in there, huh? I was waiting for you to squeeze that one in there. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, would you do a Moose Shaw Yelich stack? So. Looking at rookie Davis, looking at his pitch type, looking at how he's done, we don't have a massive sample size of him in the majors, but over the six implied team total here, he is worse versus lefties just based on his pitch type. His slider is his out pitch, and so is his fastball. That is a lot better for lefties to hit. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. What happened? Did I lose joined up me? Devin, tell me if I lost joined up me. Well, eggs on my face here, guys. I don't know why my screen just went dark. Um, apparently I was not paying attention long enough. Start broadcast three, two, one, and we're back. Boom, boom. And I'm back in three, another draft here. Standard. No, we're not doing standard. We're doing hitters only. We're going to create a hitters only draft here. I'm doing eight, man. Bobby, you ready to get in? Yes, I am. Create in three, two, one. And I am creating any other trout or yellage. Both are fantastic I, plays. I just answered that one in there, yeah. I said that I, I, I think that, that, that uh, Trout's going to be lower owned, so maybe he's the better tournament play. Oh, we got Devo in here about to destroy him. Is he going to be lower owned? Uh, Yelich will be higher owned. The higher implied yeah. total. Trout is still very good, but Yelich is someone They're that... gonna, both going to be highly owned, so I guess you can yeah. 
I think that, you know, yellow should be a little bit higher and Trout's a little bit cheaper. So you could say Trout's a better tournament play, I guess. Um, yeah, no, the better, better guy to go with is Meadows. All right. He's not going to be heavily owned. Um, I've been playing him too. And he, nobody's been on him, but I, and I like it. I just, tonight I'm just dialed into my guys. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, don't worry. We'll get a pitchers only draft in after this, just to make you, you, you people in chat happy. Um, disappointed this wasn't a pitchers only. Yeah, it's all right, Mr. Mean Mode. We got one. We saved that for the end of the show because it's the most ridiculous one, especially if we do a six man and two people are stuck with relief pitchers. That's always fun. Um, yeah, thoughts on Conforto. Conforto is playing in not great park, but Sensatella is not very good. Conforto been doing well lately, has some power, can still take it out of the park. What do you think about Conforto? I'm not playing him, but I completely am fine with it. Like, you know, it's just it's just a matter of prioritizing on these giant slates, and I just don't find myself looking that direction. The Mets have been have been hot. Like, it's just I, I, there's a lot of outfielders that I like, and he is not one of them. He's not one of the ones who who I would take over the other ones. I should say. Yeah, that's fair. I don't mind that. You're you're a smart guy. I like what you're saying. I'm catching what you're throwing. Um, I'm actually sandwiching you in this draft. I got the seventh pick. You got the eighth pick. So. We're going to control the entire last four picks of each round. So good for us. Uh, any other questions, guys, go ahead and drop them in chat. Let's talk about some things we have not talked about yet. Matt Boyd, super priced up, going against the twin. Twins have a whole lot of power, can destroy absolutely anyone. But Boyd has one of the highest K rates on the entire slate. Going to be super interesting who actually ends up playing him i don't think he draws too much ownership because people are automatically going to pivot to Degrom just because of his cheap price tag but boyd has more upside than Degrom. He has way more downside but he has more upside i don't think he has more upside i can't i don't think you can take just Degrom's current sample like it, it's it's still he still has upside like it's not like we you know just because he hasn't flashed it just recently doesn't mean it's not there I'm not talking about just his current uh, sample size. Going all the way back to last year, he's been a lot worse versus lefties than he has versus righties. He's an elite, elite pitcher, but um, just the way he pitches, he's pitching more to contact and pitching more to ground balls versus lefties than he is versus righties. And there's too many of them in here. While Boyd can strike out, he's inside the plate. Great. He has a fantastic – oh, need to pick. He has a fantastic slider here, and that's his out pitch. It can get hit hard, but – it can make a whole lot of guys whiff. I I think that there is just as much, if not more, upside with Boyd. Plus, they're going to give him a longer leash just because their bullpen's horrible. It's interesting. I mean, I guess you, that's a good point uh, about the leash. But, yeah, I mean, okay. I mean, I'm open to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Favorite three outfielders. Um, I don't have a favorite three. I mean, we can just go Meadows, Trout, Yelich. I haven't looked as much into off-the-board guys. I think Franmil and Renfro are two fantastic plays. They're going to draw low ownership. Easily, both of them can hit the ball out of the park because of how many just strikes that Fetty's going to be throwing. Outside of them, I don't like any – or I don't mind any of the power bats over in – we haven't talked about the Royals. Nova's horrible. Nova's absolutely awful. That uh, White Sox bullpen is not good either. There is some power in this Royals lineup here. Are you on the Royals at all today? Yeah, I am. Um, I'm not like going crazy with them, but I do. I will have a stack or two. I, I think that there's 
but both sides of that game, um, you can make an argument. I mean, we like Bailey, but I don't mind, you know, a little mini White Sox stack on the other side of it. And I'm certainly going to be playing guys like Eloy Jimenez, who are really cheap on DraftKings um, at 3,300. Uh, but I, I like the Royals. It's just the, the pricing. There's just other players I prefer at the same price point. So it makes it tricky, but that's what makes it tricky for everyone. So, um, you know, I do, I do want to mention one stack that I just think no one's really on. I haven't heard anyone talk about this really in uh, Houston. I, I, you can do it cheap. You can do it a lot of different ways. There's only one player that's going to have any ownership, I think, and that's Bregman. Um, that's a really, really interesting stack that I that I haven't even probably dedicated enough to. Um, I'm probably a little further into that one. I, I think they're that going to draw some ownership. Um, I don't know how. I really don't. Like, I, maybe you'll get, like, what do you think? Fisher's going to get 5%? Fisher's a little bit too tricky. I, I guess it depends on your side. I don't know over on Yahoo. I think he's 9 bucks. And, but like Guriel's cheap, Reddick's not expensive. Chirinos is a good power hitting catcher. So people are fine with stacking it. Bregman's obviously a fantastic play, but you know, is not a bad pitcher. He's really not. He's been a lot better than people realize. He's just gotten unlucky. I get this Baltimore bullpen. The is, bullpen is awful. Yeah, it, it is. But there's a lot of bad bullpens out there today. Um, so I... But Honestly, how is it Noah going to last long against the lineup this pay? Like, I just don't get – I don't think you're seeing – I think you're seeing – They're not I, as patient without Altuve, without Correa. Um, even, even still, like, if you just took the run total and the pricing of the players, like, it just seems like they're going to be way too low on, including Bregman, by the way. I don't, I don't think anyone makes 7%. That's my prediction. Maybe Chirinos. That's the only one. Yeah, and this isn't as patient of a lineup. They have Mayfield in there. They'll have Marisnik in there. They'll have Kemp in there. They'll have Reddick and Guriel who don't walk at huge clips. It's not nearly as patient. It's not the same lineup that we're used to here. Um, I, I don't know. Everyone always goes with like, oh, Houston has a high implied total. They always have a high implied total. It doesn't matter what their lineup is. They have a high implied total. But it's not really the stackable type without these guys, Springer, Correa, Altuve in there. This is a hodgepodge of other bats here that are all decent. But it's not in a great ballpark. Michael Brantley's really cheap. I mean, 4700 is cheap. It's not really cheap. I mean, there's... For him? That's incredibly cheap. Like, I mean, he's more expensive than Betts or Benintendi. So it's a little bit tough. It's, it's not a bad price for him considering the bullpen. And, you know, is a bit worse versus left or he's a bit better versus righties and lefties, which doesn't help out. Still giving up lots of hard contact and fly balls, so the upside is there, but Houston's not really the greatest ballpark in the world. I don't know. I, I am, I'm, I'm probably staying away from Houston. I understand it, just I think they're going to draw more ownership than other bats like Tampa Bay or the Royals, I think, are going to draw way less ownership than Houston. So I'd rather go with those bats where there's potentially more upside than there is with Houston in terms of fantasy. Yeah, I think when you talk about those, actually, I, I think Tampa, Tampa Bay overall, I think probably ends up probably about the same being completely unowned. But, you know, uh, they're, 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 these ownerships we're talking about are all going to be in this tiny, insignificant, not minuscule range. Like none of these teams are going to have any ownership to where if they do hit, you're going to have a chance. Like you're talking about like literally none of these guys are projected. I know it's early in the day, but at even 5%. Yeah, and I think things will change. They're not projected at 5% because there's a few teams that are going to take the drastic amount of ownership. Uh, they want us to repeat top three outfielders. I mean, we don't have a top three outfielders. There's 
Trout, who's very obviously one of the best plays, and Yelich, who's very obviously one of the best plays. If you can fit in both in cash, do it, but I really doubt you're going to be able to. You're probably going to need some value. Mookie's underpriced here. Davis is underpriced here. Harper is in a great matchup versus Molle, who's a not it's pretty extreme split pitcher. So those are the guys you can go with. One of the the two off the board picks that I really like are going to be Grichik and Castellanos. Pineda has been terrible versus righties here, and Castellanos is too cheap. Grichik going up against Kelly. I prefer lefties, but he's not good versus righties either. So. Those are the guys that I would generally go with if you want to go a little bit off the board here. I need to make a pick. I'm going with the greatest hitter of all time, Reese's Pieces. And I've got a full Tampa stack here on this five-man with Reese Hoskins here. Boom, I nailed it. I'm going to win. Game over. <laughs> I'm not, I can't say I love my team there, but I like I like your points there um, about the outfielders. I just want to mention real quickly, like, I like Lorenzo Cain a lot. I think he's too cheap. Um, I like, I think you can play BGO at second base or the outfield. I really like BGO tonight. I like the whole Blue Jays. I love Gritchick, like you mentioned. I think Brantley's too cheap. I love, obviously, Trout and, and, and um, uh, Yelich are the two top overall just, like, plays. But everybody, I mean, there's a lot of really, really good cheap plays. Like, even, like, Chris Davis with the K at 3,900 is just way too cheap. I don't care if, you know, Lynch Lynn's been good against righties. It's not like he's been never given up a home run to a righty. Um, there's a, there, I mean, there's, there's plenty of guys in that 34 to 4 K range or 44 range. Uh, the other guy who's going to be the most popular who we didn't mention is Mookie Betts, um, at 4,400. You ready for the draft, by the way? It's really hard not to play him, uh, but yeah, go ahead. All right. Creating in three, two, one, create pitchers only. Boom. We're doing it. Uh, off the board, you- Nelson Cruz, by the way, that's another one. I don't know if it's that off the board. He's cheap and he has power going up against a lefty. If you remember Cheese's wonderful voice, always play Nelson Cruz versus a lefty. Um, Nicky Lopez, you want to play him? Um, He's batting seventh, boy. I don't want to play Nicky Lopez particularly. I'm okay. Like, it's fine. If he, if he just happens to fit, I'm not, like, trying to get him in. He's not a bad player. He doesn't have a huge amount of power, but he has some speed. Nova's not a good pitcher. He throws strikes. But Nicky Lopez... He's holding runners on, as far as I remember. Yeah. Um, so, I'll, I mean, it's more about the uh, Chicago bullpen. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, it's favorite donut or don't... Donut. Why are, you, why are you spelling it two different ways? I didn't know it could be spelled two different You're ways. You're confusing us, Britt. You're confusing us. What is your favorite donut? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What's yours? Uh, let me think for a second. What What is yours? Maple bar. I'm a real basic bee. I love a good maple bar. Now I'm craving a maple bar. Maybe I should have eaten already today. Maybe I should have showered already today. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I I'm I like I like maple bars. Uh, you know what's funny is I got older. I started. Get, oh wait, I gotta pick, make my pick. Wait, I thought I did. Um, as I get older, I start, I started liking like different ones. Like I like apple, the apple fritter things, which I didn't used to like, which is weird. Um, and I like, I used to love jelly donuts, just simple, basic jelly. Um, and then I like the old fashions a little bit. Yeah. You know, it's a real problem. I can't eat cream filled donuts anymore because it, it gets stuck in my beard and it looks like something that I don't want it to look like. As we were talking, Grant, I just put one of my, I put, I put Castellanos and Lopez into the same lineup because it happened to work out. Nice. Oh, man. Can't believe Kirsch went before DeGrom, but you know what? Teach their own. 
Uh, oh, it's oh, Donut. Oh, no, that's a good play. No, no, Kirsch, you should, you should play over DeGrom for the same price. Because after all you said about DeGrom without the upside, like our issue with Kershaw's is upside versus price. If Kershaw was the same price as DeGrom tonight, that's a really interesting conversation because Kershaw certainly has, you know, been basically better and actually had a bigger game than DeGrom's had all this year, and he's been more consistent. So I think Kershaw is the better play over DeGrom if they were the same price. You know what? The only reason I'm fading DeGrom is because of ownership. Uh, Tyler Nyquin to finish out your lineups. No. 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 Uh, again, what's-his-name is way better. I mean, I guess he gives up, does give up some hard contact, but the bullpen's good for the Yankees. Nyquin's batting ninth. He's, I get that he's 3K. Yeah, I don't even understand how we have a conversation about Tyler Nyquin on this. If he hits three home runs, it will change my opinion. Not it, The wrong play. Do not play it. He's 3K is the thing. Um, I'm going to scroll on down to 3K players, and Juan Lagares going up against Sensatella is the better play at 2.4K. What's that? What is that? That doesn't say much, though, does it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like normally. Don't want print- that 3K. Just just do yourself a favor in the outfield today. I, and until we hear about anything else, unless you're going to pay down for like a guy like Harold Castro because he's 2,300, there's really no reason not – and even then you should probably be playing him at second base because there's enough guys between 34 and 4K that you just got to find a way to get that extra few hundred. And, and you know, unless anything else changes, I can't see anybody below 3,400 getting in my lineups other than Castro. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to look. Uh, Jimenez. Jimenez at 3.3K. He's, he's the, he's, oh, yeah, he's the best. He's the, he's the best low, low go-down one, actually. Sorry. Oh, yeah, he's by far the best. Uh, Chris Taylor at 3.4 four, four isn't terrible. Biggio. Biggio is a Biggio. good one. Biggio is the one, yeah. Um, and then you've got, you've got Castellanos at 36, and then you go up to Gritchick at 38, and then you've got 39 for Davis. Just keep it in that – that range gives you all the upside that you need. Yeah. Yeah, no, just don't don't throw someone in just to throw them in because they're cheap. Naquin, worse spot than most of the other guys on the slate, and he's batting ninth, and he's not that great. Yeah, just don't 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 make bad choices, guys. And it's, it's that simple. Don't make bad choices. Right, um, they want they want either each of our choices, each each of our opinions on Heaney's upside. I love it. It's massive. It's through the roof. His downside is there too, but Mariners are one of the highest K lineups in the entire league versus lefties here. If Vogelbach makes into the lineup, that's even more K's, but there's K's all the way up and down the lineup. Heaney is just throwing a mix of pretty much two pitches. His off-speed pitch that has a 60% whiff rate and his sinker, which can induce ground balls and also has a whiff rate. All the players have to do is, oh gosh, I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta, Draft someone. Drew Pomeranz it is. I'm not happy about that. But look at this Seattle lineup and how many strikeouts are in there. The only guy I'm worried about is Encarnacion, but everyone K's at just the largest rate in the world versus lefties. And Heaney's at a 40% K rate on the season. I know it's only through two starts, but look at his numbers last year. And just going strictly off of his numbers last year, they're good enough. He has not a- to mention in the minor leagues, he was striking out like over two guys in inning, even in his brief little comeback. Yeah, so he, uh, I mean, uh, just, he is going to destroy. He might be the highest scoring pitcher on the entire slate. He, here's the, well, I'll, I'll give you my anti-take for Heaney and even my argument on a small slate why I would stack Seattle, but I'm not going to here. But go ahead, keep going. No, no, that was pretty much the end of it. And I understand stacking Seattle. He does give up a ton of hard contact and fly balls. It's going to be a home run or a strikeout. It's kind of similar to Frey Peralta. Not a whole lot of different pitch types, but the pitches he does throw are go for strikes. So 
the upside is huge and the downside is huge. I wouldn't go all in, but in GBPs, that makes a perfect play. Yeah, um, I think that it's, uh, and also like the thing with the Heaney, like I, I don't have the numbers to back it up because I haven't dug into this as far as I want to, but I, I really am curious, you know, I've, been, I've watched a lot of pitchers second, either in back-to-back starts or in the third start against a team in the season. And this is a back-to-back start against a, an offense that at least has pop. It does worry me. I think it lessens the strikeout upside, if nothing else, because they'll try and attack earlier in the count is my guess, but, you know, probably more hard contact. You probably will see a bomb in that game. I, I mean, look, he can, he can still have the upside. I just, I always feel wary of those back-to-back pit, uh, outings against the same team. Yeah, no, I understand that entirely, and it, especially with a two-pitch guy like that, but I don't care. I don't care. The upside is massive here. It's in a better Harris ballpark than it was over in Seattle, but it I, does not matter to me. Uh, he's going to come in at low ownership because it's a crop. I'm going to mix and match. Let's see. Let me look at all the pitchers again. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head all the pitchers that are in DeGrom's range. Like, so German, Heaney, both have just as much upside as DeGrom, in all honesty, in this matchup. And they're going to come in a third, a fourth of the ownership. Mm-hmm. Like it, and German's going to come in at a tenth the ownership. Don't play the super chalk pitcher. It doesn't work out. What happened with Corbin last night? He didn't – I mean, he ended up okay, actually. Uh, okay, not great. What happened with Bauer yeah, last mostly, night? Yeah, no, mostly it's right. Mo- at least uh, mo- most of the top pitchers are getting knocked around. Although Bauer actually ended up the game with a pretty decent – at least a decent score, you know? Um, yeah, well, he, I mean – If he doesn't give up three – if he doesn't give up just, you know, one of those home runs, he might have had a, a much better game. Um, if not for Max Kepler, he might have had a, a complete – a no-hitter because he, you know, he went eight innings. Um Anyway, uh, yeah, you're right. I'm with you on this fading, chalky, expensive pitchers. But the thing that's the thing that's annoying me with Degrom is like it's not he's not expensive. <laughs> Bobby, hop in this World Series of Fantasy qualifier. We're gonna do one of those. To end I don't even show. know where that is. Uh, go to baseball. Press the baseball thing up at the top. Okay. Go to and it'll be one of the tournaments. Enter it. I don't see it. I literally don't see anything like that. I don't. It doesn't it's just literally oh, scroll watch. left or right on the tournaments thing. You see. Oh, okay. Okay, hold on, let me see. Guys, go ahead and join in if you want to. It's a neat-o event if you haven't looked into it. Draft is obviously owned by the same company as FanDuel, so they're kind of merging together their final. So there's going to be a, two separate finals. They've done the same thing before, and it's the same event, though. You essentially get a free ticket to the FanDuel Live Final. Um, I just dropped out my headphones, but you get a ticket to the FanDuel Live Final. 100K in prizes, I believe. And it's a good event. You just got to make it to the end. And then they do an eight-person qualifier uh, semifinals or qualifier finals. Um, So if you get to the end of this tournament, you make it into the qualifier. And you have a chance at, I believe, it's either 40, 60, or 100K. It's a lot of money. It's a good amount of money. It's a fun event. You get to hang out with all the FanDuel Live Finals. So, yeah, we are going to draft one of these before we get out of here. Devin, sorry if we go over time. I'll do what I want. I'm an adult. Uh, and we've got Britt and Kirk DC, so we're fine. And Kirk, 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 Kirk and Way, he's, he's just going to tell you how to win 100K like he does pretty much every week now. Him and Noto, gosh, those guys have been on fire. They have been on fire. It's nice. Nice when, nice to watch the good guys win. Yeah, yeah they are both, ve- both very kind people. I mean, I can only name like two people in, fan- in DFS that are nicer than Noto, and those are both maybes. <laughs> they, they could only be maybes how do you get he's a pretty nice guy it's hard, hard to get much nicer than him 
<clears throat> yeah, well, I mean, we'll 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 give him a run for his money. <laughs> oh gosh, who do I draft here? Who do I want to draft? Uh, Garrett Cole. It's you know, we haven't even really talked about him. Well, we did. I mean, we mentioned that he's that top. Like you know, he's been keeps going one or two in the drafts. He's always the first pitcher. It's just his price is expensive, but he's gonna he's gonna be popular. But you should play him anyway. I mean, when you get seventy points out of him and Bailey combined, it's not that hard to fit him in. <laughs> I actually do. I'm just taking a quick, quick look at the updated ownership. Where he's, yeah, he's about where I think would think he is. I think I'm going to be ahead of the field, maybe a tiny bit on him, or right, right about with just because I think that the upside is there to to just massacre the slate. But like, and I don't feel too worried about it. But I think that there's plenty of other ways to go. And I I like my you know I have enough differentiating with my DSP twos. I think we got a couple of questions in here. Should we should we answer a few of them? Yes, we can answer any questions you like. Favorite first baseman, Bobby Go. My favorite first baseman, I'm mostly spending down across DFS because there's some good guys who I like on the cheaper end. So it's a funny group, but uh, it's going to be a combination of Matt Olson, um, Rowdy Tellez, Justin Smoke, Ryan O'Hearn, and Eric Thames. I think that's all of my first baseman. Um, honestly, my list isn't that much different than yours. I'm trying to check out if there is anyone that you left off. Um, I, 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 yeah, Dietrich. Did you mention him? Dietrich, I'm using it second, but I think that's I think that that's, that that would count. But yeah, um, Guriel uh, is another one who maybe you could play or, or Goodrum. But I think I would, yeah, I think I would, I would consider those guys in stacks uh, in a stack for Guriel and Goodrum. I don't mind as a one off. Uh, top very low owned guy is Dixon. Uh, Pineda's getting we got just massive amounts of hard contact righties massive amount of fly balls he's turned into a pretty big reverse splits pitcher because he's changed up his pitching he's been uh, that way for a little bit now actually it, it's getting more extreme it's getting more yeah, and more extreme he's, yeah it's been that way for a while but like just looking at the way he's mixing up his pitching this year it's been drastically more extreme and it's going to stay that way uh so dixon is too cheap and you figure out who to draft um dixon is way too cheap here and i yeah, I'm I'm gonna use quite a bit of him. Makes sense. Uh, let's see, who do I need to round out my my team with? Got to figure that out. I don't think anyone's gonna try and take my guy. I'm just I'm stacking the Rays. It's, it's that simple. Trying to figure out who to end it with. I think I know. Um, nothing matters too much. I have to figure out my pitcher. And let's see, neat little function. You can go on the teams thing. I see that. Yeah. I'm automatically going to get the pitcher I want. So I'm going Heaney because there's only one guy behind me that needs it and not in front of me. So I'm guaranteed to get Heaney here. Boom. Putting a star next to it. That's how you plan things out. Uh, favorite catcher. Favorite catcher. Um, let me go to my list real quick. Well, I mean, if you can, like I, I, I do have some Gary Sanchez lineups in those extreme pay down lineup, those extreme pay downs. I think that the guy you're, you're just spending that you're just playing Danny Jansen, at least that's what I'm going to be doing. Um, he's I'm playing a lot of Blue Jays, so that doesn't really, you know, I know he's going to be popular, but the rest of them won't be. So uh, Jansen, Chirinos, Grandal, those are my main guys. Yep. And all right, I can star my player because I see that neither of you have an infielder. I am getting Diaz. I think that's a good call. Round up my stack. Yeah, why not? And yeah, dude's got power. Um, Goodrum, any interest in him? Yeah, I do. I, I like good room tonight, actually. All right. Well, asked and answered. We got to get out of here pretty soon. Give me three 
low-priced bomb calls tonight? Uh, Travis Shaw, um, Rowdy Tellez, and Vladid Guerrero. I think he still counts because he's 3,900 on DK, right? I'll give it to you. I'm taking Matt Olson, Dixon, and Castellanos. Wow, you like these these tigers. You're going to start. No, them? I like two tigers. I like two righty tigers that hit the ball hard. Um, that's that's it. That's that's what I, I like got it. for you. I think it's time for us to get out of here. We got Kirk and we got Britt in the next show, followed by Pepsi and Dean this afternoon. And crunch time, we got Cardi, we got JSU, and we got Roth. It's been fun, guys. We got to get out of here. Good luck in all your contests tonight. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. See you, kids. bar for a big friday night i've got five batters for you all under twenty dollars on yahoo a sneaky stack for you and a starting pitcher that gives you the lead upside at his lowest price we've seen all season on yahoo who are we rostering tonight belly up to the fantasy bar and find out Welcome in, guys. Friday edition Beers Daily Fantasy Six Pack back once again here in the Fantasy Bar for a big Friday night. As usual, a lot of games on the schedule. No weather issues, looks like. No Coors Field to deal with. We're going to try to identify some bats that provide some value. Guys, under $20 for you. Let's jump right into it here today. Remember, this is Yahoo pricing, but guys, I still like across the industry. So if you're on FanDuel, you're on DraftKings, I think these guys are playable there as well. But Yahoo pricing for today. Let's start with our leadoff hitter, Kiki Hernandez of the Dodgers, just $10. So always a guy with lefties on the hill. I take notice here, especially at this price point of just $10. And a guy swinging a good stick right now. Three home runs over the last eight games. The numbers always there against left-handed pitching. You see that Woba approaching 400. Nice ISO for him as well. Well over 200. Pomerantz has really struggled with righties. 443. Very big Woba allowed. And a 289 ISO, so also giving up that power. Not a hitter's paradise here, but Hernandez at just $10 in a great matchup with Pomerantz. I will take that discount all day long. Moving on, next play for us on the infield. Third baseman, Vlad Guerrero Jr., just $17. So solid numbers to start his career against righties. 211 ISO, 357 the weighted OBA. The Babbitt under 300, so those numbers could be even better. A little bit unlucky for him. The good news here great fastball hitter early on that's what kelly loves to throw to right-handed hitters uses it about 38 percent of the time we're talking a 577 woba and a 448 iso for vlad guerrero jr obviously a very small sample size but a guy that can clearly hit the fastball extremely well and you get the fear gut here as well love this spot for vlad guerrero jr not only have a big night but to go deep against mr kelly tonight at just $17. All right, moving on, pick number three to the outfield, Michael Conforto, $17. So Conforto doing what he does, putting up numbers against righties. Woba over 400, very nice number there. Hitting for power as well, 267 ISO, and a nice 9.5% high-valued hit rate. It's a number you want to see there, right around 10%. And Mr. Senzatella, not really a big strikeout guy. You see the strikeouts overall. This 13.7% strikeout rate. We're talking about an XFIP. 
over five. Just has not been a very good pitcher against lefties. Not good at all. 423 Woba, 213 ISO allowed. I think the Mets going to put some runners on the board, going to score some runs, and not a stack that really jumps off the page. Numbers-wise, team total sitting a little north of four, but I do love them as a stack tonight. I think they're going to be under the radar. A lot of teams to choose from here tonight. The Mets, one of my favorite teams, and I don't think a lot of people are going to go to, but like Michael Conforto, in all formats tonight at $17. All right, let's go to first base. More value at just $10. Going to roll with my boy, Joey Votto. We're going to go back to the well on this one. has been swinging a very good stick right now. Six multi-hit games for him over the last nine. All the numbers don't look great against right-handed pitching. Those numbers are going to start to normalize here sooner rather than later. We're starting to see the transformation that Joey Votto we know and well. So we're starting to see that transformation that Joey Votto we know and love starting to hit much better here in Eflin. It's been a struggle against lefties, not only this season, but throughout the course of his career. ISO over 200, Woba approaching 350, and that lethal mix we love. 45% fly ball rate, 38% hard contact rate. I think Joey Votto stays hot here tonight. We get all that at just 10 all right, back to the outfield here. We'll round out our outfield with Mookie Betts, just $19. When I saw this price, I had to jump on it. Now, that was the first indicator. I want some Mookie Betts in my lineups tonight. Under $20, lowest price we've gotten on him since late April. On Yahoo, solid numbers against righties. Woba over 400, 228 ISO. Been a little bit unlucky against lefties. And why do I bring up lefties? We know Tampa Bay loves to switch things up, use the starters, use that bullpen. They're very, very good bullpen. No doubt, but when I look at some of the prices here on the Red Sox hitters, I think this is another team you can really stack up. Most people don't like to stack against Tampa Bay because of that bullpen. It gives us an advantage. We know baseball, highest variant sport there is. I like these prices on Boston. Love this price on Mookie Betts. Another sneaky stack for you tonight is the Boston Red Sox. Now, let's take a look at my favorite play. But before we do that, guys, Who's your favorite play? Who's your beast tonight? Get in the comment section. Let us know. And if you're on YouTube, you're enjoying your time here in the Fantasy Bar, very simple. Click that thumbs up button, guys. It really helps us out. I greatly appreciate it. I want to say thank you to everybody for stopping by the Fantasy Bar. Now, before we go, let's take a look at my favorite play. You know I'm asked, the beast of the night. time i've not given you a starting pitcher yet we're gonna go with another buy low here on yahoo we're gonna roll with jacob Degrom, 46 dollars tonight's beast of the night and again across the industry really like the prices on jacob Degrom, but this price on yahoo really stood out why lowest price we've seen all season long for jacob Degrom, a guy that yes he's had some rocky starts but in five of the last seven 26 or more yahoo points he's been that stud that we expect against current Rockies bats. We're talking about a 201 Woba allowed in the BVP department. We're talking about a batting average under 284 at bat sample size. So not a huge sample, but again, a big enough sample where I like this matchup for him. 32.5% strikeout rate against right-handed hitters. Why do we bring that up? Nolan Arenado, Trevor Story. Those are the big bats in this Colorado lineup. I know Grom has not been as good against left-handed hitters and could see a punch of lefties in this matchup here with the Rockies. But if he can neutralize those big bats here tonight, if there's enough strikeouts in that lineup where he can pay this price off very easily, take the discount, love this spot. Jacob DeGrom, easily my favorite play on Yahoo and tonight's beast of the night. All right, guys, that wraps up for Friday and for this week here in the Fantasy Bar. Hope you had a great time here and hope you learned something. Hope we make some money 
out there on Yahoo and across the Daily Fantasy site. But if you got any questions, comments, feedback, hit that comment section right below the video. And also reach out and follow me on Twitter at BeermakersFan. For Rotogrinders.com, I am Beer Salo. Best of luck here tonight, guys. Have a great weekend. We'll be back next week with more from the Fantasy Bar. Good luck, guys. Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current videos playlist. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Yahoo Tournament Show here on Roto-Grinders. I'm Britt Devine, uh, here with Phil's father, uh, Mr. Chris Kirkwood, a.k.a. Kirkbees. Uh, Chris, we haven't done a show in a while. Uh, glad to hear uh, Phil. Uh, Phil's doing pretty good now. Yep, back to his old self. So, uh, all, all is right in the world. Yeah, um, I got my two dogs, too. It's always uh, 
always tough, right? When one of the dogs gets sick because you want to take good care of them. So uh, I'm, I'm glad Phil's doing better for you. Um, got a big slate today. Uh, I do have some things here at Roto Grinders I want to talk to you about. Um, the first thing, uh, I don't know much about horse racing. You apparently are the self-proclaimed Brad Pitt of, of what? Suffolk Downs. It was Suffolk a Downs. It was a, it was a joke because this was like years. <laughs> this was years ago um, when I had nothing to do, and uh, I was a I was a full degenerate for a little while because there's there's there is nothing more degenerate than a horse horse racing telecast simulcast. It's like the live races are are nice, fun, nice weather. It's 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 an event. When you're going there just to watch a TV screen simulcast mm-hmm. and sitting around that room and looking around that room with some of the characters that you're in there with, it's... Uh, it's like the OTBs they have uh, here yeah. in New York, right? You're just watching them from all over the country. But anyway... You remember that Seinfeld episode with Kramer when he was... Uh, I don't... Got, I'm got, sure Dean does, but I, I don't remember... Specific, uh, it was a good one. But. I don't remember specific episodes too much. But uh, guys, what I want you to do here... Even if you know nothing about horse racing, I've got a deal for you here. Is right now in the forums, there are one, two, three, four, maybe like 12 or 15 people who have done this so far. I need you to click the link here, and we're giving away. You have a chance to win a year, a full year of Roto Grinders Premium plus swag. And even if you don't finish first in the specific contest we're kind of doing on the forum, is we're giving away second place gets three months of combo premium, third place gets a month of combo premium, fourth and fifth place just get a Roto Grinders t-shirt. This is this is as close as you're ever going to get to getting a year of Roto Grinders premium for free. And even if you don't do horse racing, you guys need to get over into the forums because the, the race is tomorrow. And take a look at, at whatever's going on here at the Belmont. And figure this out on the forum. Do some things. This is a great promotion we're running. Uh, it's kind of sponsored by TVG. So if you are looking to kind of do anything on the actual horse uh, race itself, um, we have a uh, promotion for that where you deposit 100 and you get $100 in bonus. Um, but on top of that, we're running this forum thing where you can legitimately get a year, a full year of Roto Grinders Premium, and you're only going to be trying to probably compete with 50 to 100 max maybe people depending on how much work dean wants to do on the next show trying to get people into this thing so get into there uh click the link Uh, i'll drop it in chat for you one more time i'll talk about it at the end um discuss amongst yourselves go find some strategy site um but you're gonna legit i'm gonna tip on that there used i don't and i wish i knew the name but i used there used to be like some like sport uh some handicapper who would uh list the all the races every day with like all of his whatever algorithm picks and uh that's how i would play so you can find it you can also like you know some of the the gambling websites they all have forums with like horse i'm uh, sure house horse racing touting is very strong out there yeah i mean you can find picks so find some picks yeah uh, i encourage you to go do it uh participate in the forum post and if you were looking to you know play some real money on it we have a promotion in there too, so uh, check out that link uh, with TVG. Uh, there's a thing in there where I believe it's if you uh, deposit 100 you get $100 worth of bonus. I'm not exactly sure how it works, uh, but if you were looking to bet on it, uh, I encourage you to kind of at least uh, read through the thread on that Yeah, one. Griff Griffin29 knows what I'm talking about. I think it was the Wizards. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm a, you know, poker, horse racing, DFS, sports betting, 
you know, I, I think DFS is, is, is like, the, I think it's like the most professional version of all of those where it's like the least scummy, but like, uh, you know, pokers, it's, it's, I think it's, I think poker and DFS are very similar. Um, I think there's just by nature of like more, the casino brings more, uh, scummy people to the area but i think that i mean I, there's some i've met a lot of great people in poker very smart and like incredible like business yeah. all walks of life so like in the same thing with dfs so i, I think they're but probably, not in horse racing no i've never not in horse racing <laughs> not i think really. it's a dying uh dying sport to be honest with you but uh and i, I have my own views like i mentioned about uh, i'm an animal lover so i i don't like it the treatment of horses but Win the free week of our free uh, free year. year that's of, like uh, RG. It's like five hundred uh, bucks. <laughs> and uh, go get it. Go get after it. Yeah. Uh, so make sure all you guys go to do that. We would appreciate it. Uh, all right. Let's talk some Yahoo baseball. Fourteen game slate today, um, and I think it's pretty interesting. There's a there's one game that's going to draw a lot of ownership. Maybe not on Yahoo, but on DraftKings. That's the Milwaukee. Uh, offense over there on Yahoo a little bit tougher to get all those guys on here and use some of the good pitching that you want today Uh, so let's start at pitcher and the first thing I guess we'll talk about there's a clear mispricing at least what I consider a mispricing on a pitcher on Yahoo today it's Jacob deGrom he's 46 bucks uh Chris in the ten dollar or not the the 10 man five hundred dollars on Yahoo today dude's gonna be a hundred percent owned right yeah, uh, there's always somebody, most likely, most likely, like eight, 70 to 100 percent. Yeah, uh, you, you there's, look always, at, there's always somebody who clicks buttons in there, Wayne, like one person usually. It's just, uh, you know, he's been a little bit up and down, uh, struggles a little bit more against lefties than righties, and there will be a good amount of lefties in here today. But he's, you know, on Yahoo, I'd consider him a, you know, a minimum of like a $50 pitcher, specifically at home, specifically against Colorado. He's 46 bucks. There's also enough uh, minimum price or close to minimum price hitters where you can play DeGrom and another expensive pitcher on Yahoo pretty easily today. Do you see anything in his matchup, anything to to not make him almost like a stone cold lock? And and I would imagine even in the tournaments on Yahoo, right? Like if you played the rake free, uh, it's kind of like the $3 one they run. You got to jump into it early. Dude's still going to be like 50% owned in that. Yeah, so like just a big slate overview when I started like looking at it and making lineups and whatnot um, earlier this morning, I basically said to myself, man, both sites are drunk. Like, um, it's just, there's just, uh, this is going to be like the chalkiest 14 game slate that I can remember, right? Like even on, on DraftKings too, there's like... Uh, they, they did good on... They, uh, they, they eliminated uh, uh, Soroka and... Uh, from the uh, who else is uh, high up there? Uh, Lance Lynn, uh, yeah, Kershaw's way up there. Yeah, they eliminated. They made it. They made it uh, pretty easy to eliminate a lot of the the people from uh, player pools. So I guess there's always a game theory aspect. But uh, Yahoo too. Um, like there's just there's just a lot of value bats that have a lot of upside, and there's some pitchers that are too cheap, and some really in really good spots that are just you know these like Cole is just jumps off the page is like the most the best play on the slate no yeah and, and even on uh yahoo you almost always want the be- the best pitchers pitching's weighted a little bit more over there and there's always like these seven dollar bats you can jam into yahoo and, and kind of make your team look good but even on even on DraftKings today i don't know i don't think i've ever spent twelve thousand plus dollars on a pitcher this year chris uh, I, i'm gonna probably do it on DraftKings today because they missed it they missed the price in the grom 
They miss the price on a couple of bats as well. And it just allows you to jam the best pitchers, have bats that don't stink. And it's pretty easy overall. Uh, Cole is easily the best pitcher on the slate. Um, probably the best, best pitcher in all the majors this season. 37% strikeout rate. Uh, his stuff looks phenomenal. Baltimore is going to strike out a ton. Well, what's not, I mean, Cole and DeGrom, these guys are like stone cold locks for me on Yahoo today, specifically in cash and tournaments. You can mess around and get a, a little different, but very, very tough for me to not click these two. In. Yep. Totally agree. And it's really easy to do. Um, yeah. So Cole's price, like if I was going to fade one, it might be Cole at that price, even though they just has such high upside against the Orioles. But, you know, we've seen plenty of bad teams blow up uh, really strong pitchers this season. But like uh, Cheese has been alluding to in his articles every day, you just want strikeouts, strikeouts, strikeouts. That's been my mission all season long. Um, I want strikeouts and home runs. And uh, the, the best path to strikeouts is Cole. And then uh, DeGrom just looks way too cheap because this is the Rockies against I mean, this is outside of cores and DeGrom has looked, he's started to look pretty good. Um, I've watched each of his starts, you know, he's like, look kind of broken all season long, but he's starting to come out of it. They, they pulled him or they didn't pull him early. They actually, they pulled him because of a, they said, uh, he's got a little, uh, cube, a hip or whatever. Yeah. But that it was not like, he was fine. It, um, and he was yelling at, uh, the manager to not take him out. And you know how that's going over there with, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, yeah, should, I don't understand how he's still in charge over there. Yeah, the pitchers are not too happy with him, and then they and then they the bullpen blew blew the wind for him in the last one. But um, I think he's completely healthy. I hope people think that maybe maybe some people you know will see that and think, oh, I'm not messing with it. But I doubt it. He's just a clear play. Um, so let's talk a couple other guys here. If if you're getting frisky in tournaments on Yahoo, maybe you jumped in the the rake free one. Um, you know, maybe you did something else over there. Uh, we've got Kershaw, who's, you know, he's 52, right? We've got Soroka, who's 50. There's a couple other cheapies on Yahoo I like as well today. So uh, if you were playing in some tournaments, let's say you wanted to fade Cole to get an extra bat in or something like that, where where would you be going uh, for kind of like your next tier of pitchers? Um, next tier of pitchers. So I wrote it, um, some – I mean, so on Yahoo, uh, Soroka is, is priced reasonably. I mean, he's still high end. He's higher than DeGrom, but he's not uh, the highest priced pitcher like on uh, over on drafting. So $50 in a, in a really good matchup against the, the Marlins in Miami. Now you get that whole little nuance here with the, the throwing at each other. Gaussman, you know, was ejected in their last series. Arena threw at uh, Acuna before. It wouldn't be out of this world for one of these guys to do it again. Um, but and there's an extreme hitters ump here if I think um, I think I read that before show, but uh, should be you know and the Marlins haven't been uh, doing some damage lately except for against uh, uh, except Peralta of all people, um, it's mowed him down. But uh, I mean Soroka should have a pretty efficient you know outing here. Did I think he's pitched against them already? Right, correct. Oh, uh, let's see here. Let's look at Soroka um yeah earlier in the season 31 uh, yahoo fantasy points that sounds pretty good yep um you know should should be able to put you know he he has some some bit of k upside he definitely limits the home runs only gave up one when dean uh guaranteed that he wouldn't to uh brandon crawford no surprise um and uh 
you know, it's a great ballpark in Miami. Um, so uh, he's a big ground ball guy. So he should have a really efficient outing. So you can play around with him. Um, I think Matt Boyd is getting some love. Man, I'm not messing with this Twins offense no. right now. I'm just not doing it. And uh, if anything, I would gravitate towards the Twins bats um, and then also hope to get into that bullpen. You'll, you'll see a Twins bat later on, I can almost guarantee you. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's <laughs> both sites, or all sites, pretty much. Um, Andrew Haney yeah, is, he- kind of the, is the guy that's going to get overlooked. He's only 41 bucks. Uh, has a lot of strikeout upside that, you know, um, higher strikeout upside than we anticipated. But this he's always had good K stuff. And this um, Seattle team, besides Encarnacion, who's absolutely mashed Haney in the last one, but that was the only bat. But all these guys have just been regressing since the beginning of the season when they started off really hot. Um, Hanniger's banged up a little bit. Uh, there's plenty of strikeouts here in this lineup. You get down to the bottom with, like, Beckham, Shedlong, Dylan Moore, like those types. Um, you know, so I could see him having a really good game again, even though it's, he just faced them recently. And uh, Kershaw, right? You could add, you can play Kershaw on Yahoo. I mean, yeah, you got a pitcher in San Francisco, and he's starting to starting to pitch really good. Um, not sure he's going to get to the hundred pitches. They seem to kind of always pull him out a little bit uh, too early, in my opinion. But uh, fifty-two bucks if you wanted to, to not play Cole, it's not out of the realm of possibility. You get the you know mid to high twenties, low thirties out of Kershaw on Yahoo. And Cole maybe falters just a little bit, although it's really tough to kind of see that happening. You save eight bucks, maybe the the bat you get upgrade hits the home run, and you're you're way of the way ahead of the field on something like that. So uh, I can certainly get behind all the guys you mentioned. Uh, I want to talk maybe some. This kind of more goes to DraftKings a little bit, but we have guys like Woodruff, and then. Uh, I want to even talk about Homer Bailey, the Homer Bailey conundrum on DK today as well, because he's just, he's so cheap and he's certainly not the, the least amount of upside pitcher on the entire slate. Right. Um, like the Cole Homer Bailey, get all the bats that you want lineup looks pretty juicy. And if Homer Bailey comes through, I, I think a lot of, I think of Homer Bailey, what I'm trying to get at, it's gonna be way over owned on DK today. Yeah, definitely. And so, and like, and people will still stack the White Sox too. So I'm not sure how to play it, but like when I was making builds over on there, I didn't really find a need to go there. I mean, I guess if you want to stack the Brewers, that's the way to do it. Um, But there's, I think there's value bats that can compete with the upside. So there's like two clear paths, right? There's like the high end pitching with some of these value bats that all have monster upside. And then there's like the Homer Bailey path. Um, so those, those are the two pretty obvious paths on the other side. I think for Yahoo, Pineda, um, Pineda is the one guy, if you're going super cheap at pitcher, there's super it, cheap that risk, re- risk reward is the name of the game with Michael Pineda. Here. Yeah. Um, he doesn't look good to me at all. Um, plus, you know, just coming back here, we don't know how long he'll go. I, he's not going to go long anyway, pretty decent hitting weather. Um, it's a good matchup for sure. You know, yeah, that's worth a shot, um, especially in some large field GPPs and the the uh, no management fee GPPs. That's still is it still is it full yet? Yeah, um, those those things fill. So uh, if you do guys do want to play rake free tournaments on Yahoo, right? You can get up to ten. It's usually a three dollar every day. However, it fills by like noon. They had a good. They had a. They upped it today. Um, they did a fifteen. Um, 
Oh wait, did they? Maybe not. No, Maybe. it was a, it was a sick. It was a, like a three dollar this morning. But it fills by noon. It's it's kind of like the best tournament in town. Uh, if you ask me, if you're playing on Yahoo, but everybody knows about it. So if you are playing on Yahoo and you want to play a rake free tournament, who doesn't want to do that? Just make sure you jump in that hole anyway. Yep. Um, the Tyler Molly is interesting to me. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm looking to take some bats against Tyler, Tyler, specifically a couple of the lefties here. So yeah, I think uh, you're going to lose with that. I'll let, I'll let you talk to me on it. I think, I think he's legit. I've been watching this kid for a long time. I was waiting for him to come up. I big T and I were all over him in the beginning of last season and it didn't quite pan out that well, but we always knew that the talent was there. And I, I think he's a talented pitcher and he looks really strong. Yeah. He's had some problems with lefties. There's only a couple lefty bats to fear, but um, I, you know, there's plenty of K's with Bryce Harper um, from the, you know, with his lefty bat there. And uh, I expect him to rack up a lot of K's in this one. I know the hitting weather and ballpark aren't the most ideal, but you know, he, he pitches in, at home in Cincy. So uh, I think it's a spot that no one's really going to play um, tonight. And uh, I think there's plenty of upside. Yeah, we got the lineup. One, two, three, four lefties. One's Adam Hastley, so I'm gonna I'm gonna call that a wash down there at the bottom. But Jay Bruce, right? Strikeouts or home run? That's basically Jay Bruce's game. Sort of say the same thing about about Bryce Harper, and I believe uh, Hernandez doesn't strike out too much. Um, he's been pretty good against the righties so far this year. So, but yeah, yeah, I, I I understand your point. The Harper, the Jay Bruce, there are some strikeouts, but the the Woba, right? You you go down here. Huge splits here. So if one of them does get a, a hold of it, the ISO is enormous as well. Um, maybe hope he gives up the solo bomb to, uh, to Harper or Bruce or something like that. I mean, I'm not buying this Jay Bruce right now, but uh, I don't know what to make of him. I mean, I mean he's, he's hot right now, that's for sure. I mean, he's hot, but he's still – I mean, it's it's a strikeout or it's a home run. That's how Jay – that's what Jay Bruce has been for like four years. Yeah. Uh, he's been trash for a long time, but yeah. – uh, all of a sudden this little uh, trade and resurgence is going, going crazy. Uh, anything else at pitcher? I think it's, I'm not going to veer too far off the known today. I know it's a bigger slate and even in tournaments, uh, I think the DeGrom ownership might be a little high, but I, I think I'm still willing to go with it because he's just priced too low. You can get up to Cole who looks like he could post one of the bigger performances we've seen all season. You talked Heaney's kind of like one of my favorite tournament swerves because there's a lot of strikeout upside, uh, and I, I think his ownership's going to be uh, much lower than it probably should be today. I'm not really – sometimes I'll have a lot of pitchers, and I think my pitcher pool's pretty small today. Yep. Uh, I mean, I'll name it right now. I have my pool written down. It's Cole, DeGrom, Haney, Soroka, Kershaw, Molly, Pineda. Yeah, that's – I mean, I don't know if I'm on Molly, but, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on board with kind of a, a smaller pitcher-player pool today, uh, and I kind of agree with your thought process on that as well. Uh, let's keep it moving and go to catcher. And catcher on Yahoo, of course I want Yasmani Grandal. Of course I want Gary Sanchez. But I don't have $23 or $21 Yahoo bucks, right, to spend on them. So Yahoo is go down to whatever $7 hitter I can find and click one of these guys today. There's enough of them for me to like. Um, Danny Jansen on DK's that absolute minimum. He fits into a lot of nice lineups over there. There's a couple other uh, $7 guys on, on Yahoo you can mess around with. Uh, there's a couple, maybe up to like $10 guys. But I would imagine uh, by the time my cash lineup comes through today, Chris, uh, I'm probably going to have a $7 catcher. Um, 
Yeah, poss- I'm waiting on the uh, the game that I, I kind of want to target for a catcher, and it's either a $7 or an $11. You, uh, oh, you want Suzuki or Gomes? Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah, if Suzuki's in, that's a great price at 11 but I, I want Gomes for sure. I just, wa- I just want a $7 catcher. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't mind paying. It all, it all depends how your lineup shakes out. I mean, there's, there's, of course, yeah. I mean, typically I always punt catcher, depending on it looks up stupidly. I played Garrett's, Gary Sanchez last night, but it really didn't matter because he was 100% owned, basically. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm always looking for, for value value ones. But uh, I'll, I got no problem playing $11 if Suzuki makes that lineup. Yeah, we'll see. Let me see if it's come in here on uh, Washington. Probably not. Not yet, yeah. As it's one of the later ones. But uh, hey, if it pops up during the show, we'll go back to it. And I, I guess catcher will be one spot I'll leave open on this, right? We don't want to get full lineups. But hey, plug in a 7 to $11 catcher, and you'll probably uh, be on kind of the same path that me and Chris are on tonight. Uh, first base is a little more interesting. You, you know, you can spend some money on first base, but I've spent so much on pitching up here. I'm kind of in uh, Matt Olson and below tier. Uh, I, Matt Olson, if you if you like the bat, the bat really likes Matt Olson. I still don't know if I have enough money to get Matt Olson and all the bats that I want today. So I'm, I didn't. I'm at, I didn't. I didn't look. But does the bat like Pomerantz again? I love uh, it when the bat likes Pomerantz. I have not. That's when up. I. That's when I start because people actually play him. I, I uh, the the minus thirteen. I played Pomerantz that night. Yeah because you like the, 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 the bat told you to yeah i'm not going to do that today um but i, I think th- there's a couple good cheap bats uh Telez is hitting third he's eight bucks i don't mind him you can mess around with vado at 10 bucks so hern uh not the greatest hitter but he's 10 bucks there there's enough to like in this cheap tier where i just don't know if i'm gonna pull the trigger and kind of go up into the mid-tier today yeah it's, i mean so that's in tournaments, that's a that's a good strategy in a large field to to find some higher end uh, um, catch. I mean, uh, first base bats. But I'm with you. Um, I mean, Yahoo lineup construction for me. This it's pretty simple. It's best pitchers and look for home runs at every the cheapest home runs I can find at every spot. Right. So uh, Rowdy Telez, if he makes the lineup. He's in there. He's hitting third. Okay, he's hitting third. So that fits that fits the bill uh, nicely. Um, I, I also, if I have the money, I do agree um, that I would go to um, Olson. But uh, I wrote down. So only other one, the high, high end one I really like is uh, Pete Alonso. Mm-hmm. I think he's he's my dong of the day, to be honest with you. And yeah. I think the Mets could actually, even though they typically don't give Degrom a lot of run support, I think tonight they will be. Hopefully, uh, DeGrom's like one of the worst run supported pitchers in the league, it seems like. Year after year after year, they just take the night off. But yeah, I, I like Alonzo. <clears throat> uh, I actually like some of the Mets today as well. I think they could actually put up some runs. Um, just, hey, DeGrom, is he actually going to get the run support? So I like the DeGrom call. But um, I think we both agreed on Telez. It fits our salary of spending up on pitchers. It's going to allow us to get a, a couple of reasonably priced bats elsewhere, uh, I think I'm good putting Telez in here for the people. Yep, uh, go for it. We can, uh, if we have some money later, we can. Uh... Yeah, we'll look to upgrade. Uh, second base, moving on to that. Uh, again, another position I like to save if possible. There's a couple guys, Eric Sogard, there's Jason Kipnis. Uh, you can even mess around with Ozzy Albies hitting eighth, but I think I'd probably take one of the, the other guys I just mentioned, hitting a little bit higher up in the order. 
where are you specifically looking at second? To me, it's a position, again, where I'm looking to spend down if possible. Um, always. Um, so, I, I, you know, I'm with you. Kipnis and Sogard I have written down first because they just kind of work. Yep. Um, Sogard's leading off. Is that, I, yeah, so that's that looks pretty good. Um, you know, I don't know what to make of Merrill Kelly, except that he's got to get blown up here uh, sooner or later. I mean, maybe the Blue Jays aren't the team to do it, but uh, I certainly would not shy away from some of these lower-priced bats like Sogard. Like I said, I'd like uh, Vlad. Um, I like uh, tele- I like one through four um, a lot. Um, so um, that can do that on the higher. I think Dozier. So Dozier hit a bomb last night. He's starting to heat up a little bit. Does it every year? Yeah. Um, and he's facing a pretty suspect, not very good lefty, right? Um, and uh, I like the Nats a lot tonight. And uh, Dozier is a bat. You know, he's thirteen dollars. So um, he's someone that I'm. You know, if I want to get a few extra dollars, I could pay with. Um, I've seen a lot of people, you know, you know, cause Michael Chavez has hit the rookie wall on Twitter and whatnot. And uh, this guy is still a high power bat. So he's going to be a high variance player. He's going to hit bombs and he's going to go through rough patches, but you know, he certainly could hit a bomb tonight again. So $13. I, I don't think he's in the lineup. Uh, okay. Then he certainly can't hit and a pinch hit Don. He could. Pinch hit. The, the yeah. best way to get leverage on the field is the pinch hit home. Yes. Do that. It's fine. <laughs> as many of those you can. And then, um, but, uh, oh yeah. So, um, yeah. Nunez is seven bucks batting sixth. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, Dietrich is the high end guy at 20 bucks. Yep. Hard to argue against him in that ballpark uh, with Eflin's splits against uh, left-handed batters with the way he's been absolutely mashing this season um, with the heading weather. So uh, he's the high-end guy. And then um, the guy who's popping in uh, a lot of the projection models is uh, Lau, right? Uh, yeah, Brandon, I think it's low. Um, I think it's, is it low or Lau? I get him confused. I say low. I say low. Yeah, for the mid-price, I, he's definitely the the play I would make at the I think it's I don't know. Brandon Lowe, Brandon Lau, either one. Nate, I can't remember Nate. I, I, I rarely play this guy, but he's got power. Um, I'm kind of looking to differentiate from him, but uh, I get the play. Uh, it's in, in Fenway. It's uh, He's you know got great numbers. Porcello doesn't have the best numbers, um, especially against uh, left-handed batters. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I get it. Uh, I wanted to make a correction earlier, and I th- think this is a good correction. Um, if you wanted to bet the, the race we were talking about at the beginning of the contest, uh, I'm going to drop the link again uh, for all you guys. If you didn't show up at the beginning, click the link in chat right now. You can win uh, easily win a, a full year of Roto-Grinders Premium. It deals with the uh, the horse race. What is it? The the Preakness? Which, which one's this weekend? <laughs> it's Belmont Stakes. The Belmont Stakes. One of, one of those is going on here. So the Belmont Stakes, um, and I just got a email. Uh, the the sign-up bonus change, and I don't know, this is probably the best sign-up bonus you can possibly get, in my opinion. If there was a, a bonus on a horse race, this is it. So if you go on that, we have the free version, right? You kind of play the little game in our forums. But if you want to put some real money down, the sign-up bonus uh, through TVG is place a single horse wager, a win wager, up to $200. And if you don't win, if your horse doesn't win, 
you get your money back on it. So it's to me, that sounds like it's a risk-free up to $200 win bet on a horse. That sounds pretty good. So if you were interested in playing the ponies on Saturday, that sounds like a pretty good way uh, to take advantage of it. That's basically my favorite type of upfront deposit bonus. Um, so uh, check that out in the forums. Play our game uh, that we have set up where you kind of got to guess everything. You get points. And we're given, uh, it looks like a pretty easy way to attempt to win uh, Roto-Grinders Premium or some swag. Um, so, yeah. And, and don't be one of these nits out there and bet on like the favorite and get your money back or whatever. If go for, I mean, if you're getting your money back, the, that's go, like. You go for the long yeah. shot and you get the most, that's where how you, you, you realize the most equity. So uh, go for the long shots and. Uh, yeah. Sounds uh, that sounds like cash. a good way to way to win um, on that one. So that's a, that's a great bonus offered by them. Uh, all right, let's keep it moving back to baseball. Uh, third base. There's a, uh, some good third baseman. The uh, low, again, I always like to save as much money as possible, both DraftKings and Yahoo. Travis Shaw, a little bit too cheap, uh, going up against Rookie Davis. Uh, not very good, not going to be in there too long before you get into a good, you know, but not great bullpen. Uh, Milwaukee has a huge run line. Shaw's ownership on DraftKings is going to be astronomical. We'll talk about this when we get into the tournament portion. But but on it's hard to ignore him on cash games on both sides. He's he's just so mispriced that it allows you to get Cole and Degrom and all the other good bats. It's it's really hard to overlook him today. But it's pretty easy to overlook him here on Yahoo, correct? Because we still have some guys in his range that give us some alternate. You know, I mean, well, who's better, Jose Ramirez or Travis Shaw? <laughs> I mean, I, I would. I would like Jose Ramirez better in general, but uh, I, I think he's going to be, he'll be fine by the end of the season. But uh, Manny Machado at 12 bucks, I think is better. I'd rather have Machado who's, you know, struggled somewhat uh, this season, but um, I just have a lot more confidence in his bat. Mm-hmm. I'm not scared of the matchup. I know the splits aren't in his favor, but uh, I mean, this is just a too talented of a hitter in a good spot uh, for 12 bucks. Yeah, Fetty is not very good, and I haven't checked the I haven't checked the Washington bullpen uh, off the top of my head in a while. So let's pull that up on Plate IQ. So uh, once Fetty's gone, uh, you've got a below league average bullpen uh, behind him as well. You know, when the game's relatively close as well. So uh, yeah, Machado at twelve. That actually uh, wasn't really on my radar. I just kind of targeted directly on Travis Shaw, but uh, that, that Machado price is is very tasty. I, I like that call. I'm gonna put him in here. There you go. All right, well, we'll we'll do that one. If we were spending up, uh, it's obviously Mustakis. He's going to be uh, kind of a key to a lot of people's lineups today. I like him. Devers has uh, been pretty good for the Red Sox. I like him, although the run scoring potential of that lineup without J.D. Martinez obviously takes a hit. But if Devers is getting all the hits himself, it doesn't really matter too much. Uh, Mancada against Homer Bailey, sound, that sounds like a home run is about to happen tonight. So you can take a look at Mancada. He'll probably be... Uh, much lower owned than everybody else. Uh, do, you, do you have a favorite on the top end? Uh, Moustakis for 22 bucks. Yeah. Uh, my favorite would be Rendon, 25. I mean, no one's going to, it's going to be, it's going to be hard to fit him in. I mean, so if you're like, if you're, if you're not playing Cole, that would be a bat that I would look to spend up on. Would be, uh, I mean, you're, he's amazing. Uh, you, you like the, you like the Nationals quite a bit today, right? I like them a lot. 
Uh, I'm going to log in. I got something. I'm going to pull something up on my other screen here today. So that's a, it's the site that the bat uses to get kind of all the, the team totals and stuff from. Um, let me see if I can find this. See, see what the bat overall likes. It's uh, EV Analytics. I think that's it. Uh, trying to find it here if it likes the, uh, the team total. Uh, it does. It does like the Nationals to, to score quite a bit more than their their team total today. So you and uh, and the, some of the inner workings behind the bat will agree with that. That make you happy? It, um, I I trust myself. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for better or worse, if I, if I make up my mind on something, I convince myself. But uh, yeah, it, I mean it's a little more uh, ammo for me. But I mean just I mean just go to plate IQ and just look at these numbers against left-handed pitching, right? Like and look go anywhere. There. Uh, one fourth in WRC plus against left-handers on the season. They're starting to get healthier. They've got you know, green everywhere. I mean, yeah. I mean, look at the, like if if you put it like even just by like 2019, which numbers, which isn't that's a, the default now. Um, especially against lefty, it's going to be a very small sample. But look at man, look at those ISOs all down the all in a row, row, row. But like Rendon is the clear top one. Uh, Soto is some a guy who can hit left-handed pitching. Kendrick has always been good against lefties. Suzuki, if he makes the lineup. Uh, Gomes is still a you know potential home run if he does. Uh, Dozier's starting to heat up. Victor Robles is uh, getting healthier again. And uh, Trey Turner, who's kind of struggled against uh, lefties throughout his career a little bit. But, uh, I mean, he's still a good play too. So there's like plenty of speed and power in this Thing. Now the problem is is that uh, the Padres bullpen is is pretty good, um, but I still like the like my like their chances here to go off. So I like a lot. Any of these bats make great like cash or GPP fillers, and uh, you know I think they're that's a way to differentiate. I think they're going to have low ownership too. I'm pulling up Slate IQ again. It's DraftKings specific. Uh, I'm going to let it load up here, and if I remember correctly, I think I was talking to Devin pre-show on this. Uh, Washington is way down there in ownership today. They are the one, two, three, four, fifth lowest owned team on DraftKings today. Uh, currently, uh, according to Slate IQ, does that perk your ears up? You might you might be able to really climb up the leaderboards there. Yeah, um, I like them. Um, it's uh, it's just a tough ballpark, or, or somewhat of a tough ballpark, and uh, you know a little chilly, but. Uh, it it's uh this is a good spot and so low ownership absolutely i mean this team is could definitely do a lot of damage here shortstop uh let's move on to that uh a couple of uh, things we can we can take a look at uh one is i believe oh actually wait a second where how much is dd um Oh, DD sixty. All right. That's yeah, nice. I looked at that too earlier when I I heard he was going to be coming back. Yeah. I was like, okay, are we going to get DD? He wasn't seven? really playing. Are we going to get the seven buck DD? You know. Yeah, I was hoping, but I I think on the high end, you know, you got your boy Trey Turner. If you want to play him, that that's looking pretty oh, good against the lefty at sixty. I skipped uh, somebody a third. I wanted to talk about. What do you got? Um, um, just for thirteen dollars, Josh Donaldson. I mean, Urana gives up a lot of hard contact. Um, this is a going to be a motivated Braves team looking to uh, do some damage just because of this whole rivalry thing that they have going on. And uh, he's starting to heat up. He's been terrible this season as well, but you know, he's bad in cleanup, correct? Uh, I believe so. Third or cleanup. I mean, yeah, he'll, he'll yeah, be cleanup. one of the, yep. Yeah. And uh, I like, I like him for potential to go off here. Um, you know, especially in the, the Miami bullpen is pretty bad too. 
both bullpens in this game, but Soroka should last for a while. But uh, so Donaldson's just another guy that I have written down. It's too cheap that we kind of skipped over. At uh, shorts, what are, what are we doing at short? Because I'm eyeing uh, Trey Turner was interesting. Elvis Andrews at 12, uh, uh, you know, up towards the top of the order against the lefty. That sounds pretty good to me. Uh, Rodriguez has really faltered recently. Uh, after he had a kind of like a, a couple of good games in a row a long time ago, but um, probably not going to go him. I, I think the guy I'm really eyeing is Elvis Andrews, who's who's just 12 bucks. Yeah, he let me down big time last night. Um, but uh, yeah, he's the platoon, uh, just too cheap. Uh, great park, great weather. Yep, uh, just you know, such a value on on yeah. on Yahoo. In, in a- um, Marcus Semyon on the other side, the same game, 11 yep. bucks. What, what would you rather play? Would you rather save the buck and take Semyon, who's on the road, or take Andrews with the uh, splits advantage? Um, Andrews looks uh, to be the better play, but um, they're they're both pretty close to me. Um, a guy I kind of like would be uh, Tatis mm-hmm. um, at 18, if you have the money. Um, I had Trey Turner written down, but uh, I didn't. I did watch that game. But I didn't watch Trey Turner last night. And Jetty Ray, who uh, I know to be a pretty good player um, on uh, in some of the sites um, that I've seen around a lot, has mentioned in chat that uh, he has a bad finger. So uh, I'll take his word for that. I'll do a little digging on that. But other than that, then he would be a guy I'd be looking at. Um, I'll throw, I'm going to throw in Elvis Andrews. The outfield, there's one guy I'm definitely playing. Uh, Nelson Cruz is 9 bucks. Um, I, I know – He's going up against a reasonably good pitcher, but Cruz against the lefty for near minimum price. I, I don't care if this is up against Kershaw or up against Chris Sale. I'm probably going to take Nelson Cruz for near minimum price. Yeah, um, I mean, and it's 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 Nelson Cruz against a lefty. It's a tough lefty, but a lefty who does give up fly balls and yeah. some power, and you have that bullpen. Um, waiting there for him to tee off on so he's just too cheap he's going to pop in every projection model yep. he's going to be extremely popular but he's a good play uh, another guy would be randall gritchick yep uh nine bucks again um is uh delano de shields is 10 bucks i think i play Gr- gritchick you, you know you want the home runs right you're not gonna yeah, get those but you're gonna you're gonna get you're gonna get delano has good it's he's not a bad play by any means because you get the stolen base upside mm-hmm. um and you could get lucky. He could pop one. There's a couple $19 guys as well, uh, I noticed, that are just too cheap. So when you get, like, Mookie Betts, what's he doing down here at uh, $19, right? He's like a $25 player. He's way too cheap here. Uh, he's at home against Tampa Bay. Th- this is too cheap for Mookie Betts. Uh, I know you like Tyler Molly, but Bryce Harper is also 19 and you get those really crazy splits that Molly has working in his advantage. I think I would play bets over Harper, but uh, I think it's reasonable to kind of jam both of those in there. You can fit a minimum price catcher in with this this sort of build as well. Um, so something between Cruz, the Shields, Grichuk, Betts, Harper, I think you can make a pretty good outfield between those five. Yep. Uh, I got another name for you. What are you too, looking at? Too cheap. Uh, Crush Davis. Yep. Um just take a take a peek on what he does in Texas. Like if you just game log watch. I, I saw a tweet about that today. Is it crazy? Well, it's, it's it's this is a guy I play every time in Texas. Like it's I, his old team, right? It, 
I know the Brewer. I don't even know if it, if they wasn't were. he. I, I have no idea. Texas. He may have. I don't remember. Um, definitely the Brewers. But um, so anyway, every time in Texas, the dude just mashes. Now a lot of these are against uh, lefties no, in the past, but uh, and it's a tough matchup with Lance Lynn against right. You know, he Lance Lynn does have good strikeout stuff against right-handed batters. He's probably a good bet to K a couple of times in this game, but uh, definitely has home run upside here. Um, and I think Lance Lynn is due for a lot of regression. Uh, I'm going to bring up Chris Davis uh, ballpark splits here. You ready for this career ballpark splits? And we'll go to Texas and let's read these. What side are you on? Uh, I'm on baseball reference. So right. let's see ballparks. We're in Texas. So he has a hundred and twenty eight plate appearances, 116 at bats. Uh, guess the home run total. I would say like 17. 16 with 35 RBIs, uh, lots of doubles, lots of hits, a 328 average, a 1.227 OPS if you're into the, if you're down with OPS. Uh, so I, I think you were onto something with that Texas ballpark. I mean, the dude, he just mashes there. Um, so, uh, I mean, maybe it'll be uh, tomorrow when he uh, double dongs, but he's he's going to be double dong in one of these games. Yeah, the 15 is just a little bit too cheap. He's cheap on DraftKings, too. I think he's probably going to be a little more popular on DK, um, but I think on, on Yahoo, you can kind of mix him in there as well. And also, uh, David Peralta is pretty interesting uh, now that now that he's back uh, going up against uh, a bad righty here today. He's, he's 17, so you're not really getting the... I wouldn't call Matt Marcus Stroman a bad righty. Well, oh, I think he's a pretty decent, right? He's okay. Uh, he just and doesn't have high strikeout stuff. Yeah, I don't think you're getting a deal, but if Peralta against righties is one of the better, like, splits you can get for a hitter in the league, uh, I like Peralta quite a bit. Probably not uh, a cash game play, but more of a tournament play there. And I think I like him as a one-off instead of kind of stacking up Arizona, probably for the reasons uh, you just said there. So uh, I think that's going to wrap up kind of showing you who the popular plays are uh, on Yahoo today. I want to talk. Uh, some... Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Well, no, what were you going to say? No, I mean, are we, are we, what are, I think I was going to cut you off. So just go ahead. All right. So let's talk yeah. some, let's talk some tournament strategy, basically everywhere on the industry. We can relate it to Yahoo. We can basically do it do anywhere. So let's first talk about maybe the Milwaukee ownership, maybe not on Yahoo because the prices on them, are pretty high it's tough to get a full milwaukee stack across the board if i plug in uh let's see here Let, let's kind of do this stockus grandal yelich yeah, uh, i mean maybe gamble will make the lineup i doubt it but uh kane we'll throw thames in there um so you're right you're, you're just running low on money if you play new stocks if you play shaw you can kind of make it work but on DraftKings, because shaw's just so mispriced plus the fact that DeGrom is underpriced. Plus the fact we have this Homer Bailey conundrum on DK today, like the, the algorithms are just going to jam in Homer Bailey. It's going to jam in Milwaukee in tournaments. It's going to give you Cole. It's going to give you DeGrom. Their ownership on Slate IQ looks pretty high compared to everybody else. Um, they still have a, a slight positive leverage though, because you know, their run total is so high. Uh, how, how are we going to handle Milwaukee throughout the industry? Um. I mean, I like them. There's nothing not to like, right? I think uh, 
I think this pitching uh, Pittsburgh pitching staff is just horrendous. There's something fundamentally wrong with either the pitching coach, the catcher. It's been this way for years. And they, they screw up so much talent, right? Like people that look, looks down, they're just, they become certified losers once they, they uh, take the mound over there. Um, I mean, this is a great spot. I mean, rookie Davis will probably be the outlier and like somehow throw a gem today, but like they should go absolutely bananas. So you have to like them. I do like them. I just, I don't know. So it's tough, right? There's a lot of game theory aspect to this slate because like high end pitching, I love, I love the high end guys and I love a lot of the, the value bats that we can get. I think they have just as much upside as a lot of these other bats, but the the thing is, is is ownership. How's that going to all play out here? So I mean, there's a few different paths to go. So I do like, there's nothing wrong to say. I, I like them. I, I think they'll be less owned than, I mean, there a lot of their ownership is going to come with like Homer Bailey lineups on DraftKings and mm-hmm. with, with like um, Pineda. Yeah. Or, right? or like Pineda and yeah. Woodruff lineups. Yeah. Uh, not, I mean, not even Woodruff on, uh, on Yahoo, but like, it's going to have to be like Molly uh, Pineda um it's going to have to be like one of those guys really to make it work. But uh, so there's a lot of room for blow up there. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I like the Brewers. Maybe they're just going to be a little bit highly owned. I'll tell you if you're on DraftKings, maybe don't use Shaw in your Brewers stack. It's going to stink because that's how you get the salary to kind of make everything else. But you, almost every algorithm based Brewers lineup, I is I think is probably going to end up with with uh, with Shaw in there today, correct? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, so just if you're hand clicking, it's tough, but maybe don't click the the Travis Shaw in there and, and try to use a couple cheaper bats or downgrade. Try to throw uh, Machado in there instead. Yeah, do 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 something like that instead of using Shaw. Uh, a couple other games that have some high totals. We've got the Texas game. It's basically split down the middle here. So is is Lance Lynn as good as his last couple of starts? No. But, you know, Lance Lynn's not a horrible pitcher. He's always been good against righties. And they're going to be chucking out quite a few righties here today. Uh, I'm not going to pay up for Lance Lynn. I think that's a little preposterous, his price in Texas today. But which side of offense, if you got to choose one, would you rather have in Texas? Uh, the A's. Uh... I think Lance Lynn regression is totally coming. I get it. Like this may not be the, the start because of his effectiveness against right-handed batters and the A's being a primarily right-handed lineup. However, I still, I think the regression is coming period. It's 87 degrees. It's pretty humid. It's a good ballpark. Um, this A's power is nothing, you know, they can get on, get on teams in a hurry here. And I, I just, I just have a feeling they're going to go off tonight. Uh, the Rockies lineups out. I think it looks pretty much as expected. Uh, you know, is, is Black is because there was rumors that Blackman's Black. not in now. It's yeah. Tapia, Story, Dahl, Arenado, Murphy, Desmond, Rogers, Walter, Senzatella. The bottom of that lineup's pretty trash. I mean, if he can get through the top four, I mean, it's Jacob Degrom, right? You're going to expect him to be able to mow down even the best hitters in all of the league here today. Um, nothing in that lineup is going to make me not play Jacob Degrom today. Is is kind of what I'm getting at. Um, we're also on offense. We've got Boston without JD Martinez. It's, you know, when you take away one of the, the top 10 hitters in the league out of an offense, usually you don't see team totals that still hover above five, but they're at home against Tampa. 
think they hit, think they hit that team total today? Um, Trinos is pretty effective. Uh, yeah, I think th- I think they score some runs tonight, right? Like uh, I think they 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 go over that team total. What else are we looking at? What are we looking at for some under the radar stat? You mentioned the Nationals already. The so Mets. Maybe- the Mets. All right, let's talk about the Mets, and then um, maybe the people who missed your Nationals talk will kind of uh, kind of circle back to that. Mets and Nets. So, so the Mets are like people just don't want to play the Mets, and I get it. Like they they've just they have been a disaster this year in general. But Sensatella is bad, right? This is a guy that is so hittable. There is a bunch of power bats here. You know, um, a lot of these guys could. Definitely, you know, Homer. Let's look at Sensatella's numbers. So he's against lefties, 8.3% value hit percentage, um, uh, 213 ISO, 423 WOBA. Granted, uh, some of that is going to be cores related for sure. But like Conforto makes for like an awesome home run play tonight. Pete Alonzo, I think, is definitely getting a hold of one. Um, McNeil's decent bat. Um, I didn't check. I got to check the final line up here. Um, I mean, Ramos is too overpriced, but like even Todd Frazier, um, Rosario, I mean, there's home runs here, right? Mm-hmm. It's a tough ballpark for sure, but there's home runs here. Yeah. They, uh, and if you're playing, maybe not so much on Yahoo, but, uh, on DK, the Mets certainly on the lower end of the ownership scale today, bottom half for sure. Uh, 18% total ownership, a, a small positive leverage. Now don't forget if you are using slate IQ, you will want to update it probably a little bit closer to lock. Uh, you know, the six the six fifteen range uh, is typically when the the final adjustment comes in on it, uh, and the, the leverage can kind of have some wild. You know, if the Mets got ten percent more ownership, they're probably going to become negative leverage. Um, but if you ever use this to kind of get a, a view of who's going to be chalky, should I be using the chalky stacks? Um, you know, Slate IQ for the premium members is is probably the the best tool out there to to try to get a look back at. The, uh, the history of contests on slates and teams with high totals that factors all that in uh, a really cool tool we've put together here and something I'll be, I'm hand making a couple of teams tonight. Uh, I, I don't think I'm going to have a Milwaukee stack. They're just going to be too highly owned on the big slate. I'll, I'll probably go to something in the mid tier. haven't made my full decisions on that yet. Uh, I want you to circle back to your Nats love. You've talked about them in multiple positions. Uh, maybe some people missed that earlier in here. It seems like, you're going to be very heavily overweight on, on several of the nationals. Um, well, I want to be, we'll see how I end up being, um, you know, I haven't built all, all the lineups yet, but like I just, the lineup's getting healthier. They mash left-handed pitching. This is a left-hander who's extremely hittable, um, uh, low strikeout guy, you know, 10% K percentage to left-handed batters this season. I mean, Rendon is just such an elite hitter, especially against left-handed pitching, that he's just such a good good home run call unless they completely pitch around him. But it's so hard to because there's Soto, there's Howie Kendrick. A lot of these guys are all really solid hitters against left-handed pitching. Um, just go look at the plate IQ numbers, look at the ISOs, um, and uh, you should, you'll come to the same conclusion pretty easily. Uh, I've asked for QQs. Devin must have been copy-paste. He, like, he had the copy-paste tool ready to go. So we got about 400 QQs from Devin uh, from YouTube. And, guys, if you are watching on YouTube, don't forget, click the like, click the subscribe, click the alerts if you want to get notified every time we go live. It helps us out behind the scenes to, to let us know, hey, we got people on YouTube. 
it helps us out over there. So, uh, you know, click all the buttons, makes the suits. It may, uh, what is it, Be Better Collective? It makes them happy too if you click all of those things. So yeah, just click everything, make every make everybody happy over on YouTube. Um, uh, so I see that he left out the, I, I have YouTube chat pulled up. I see that he left out Isaac's comments who, LOL, Cruz won't be highly owned. Nice call, LOL. <laughs> Cruz is uh, going to... I just ice it, man. Let me know. Tell me the ownership percentage. I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you that every model projection system is spitting out uh, Nelson Cruz in optimal lineups. So, therefore, uh, most players who play uh, high volume on Yahoo use those projection systems. Um, different, pe uh, different players use different ones. Yeah. Um, and uh, they're all going to be on Cruz. So especially on yahoo that nine dollar price tag is ridiculous uh all right let's get some of the youtube qqs if you guys have any chat throw them into the rotor grinders chat as well and also if you want to bet the ponies uh and get a year of rotor grinders premium for free click the contest link i've posted in rotor grinders chat and it will direct you to a page with the rules and there's a, there's a bonus if you want to put some real money down on tvg uh so so go check all that out you're, you're probably your best chance to ever win a free year of Roto Grinders Premium is by clicking that link and following the instructions. I can almost guarantee that. Um, Porcello, we didn't talk about him too much today, and I think for good reason. Uh, the Rays' offense is pretty good. Porcello's not that great. Not a lot of strikeouts. I don't. If anything, I'm, I'm taking the Rays' offense for sure before I'm clicking on Porcello. Um, Porcello's a guy I've been playing, um, especially in like some high stakes stuff on some of the other sites is I've kind of been uh, pro Porcello to have positive regression as this season goes on. I think that um, his numbers are overinflated um, for what they're going to end up being by the end of the season once it all shakes out. Um, so he's a guy that I'm looking to play when I can. And I, I typically reserve it for more for slates where I have, you know, less available options and I, I kind of have to yeah. dig a little deeper. So he's probably a guy I won't be playing tonight, but I'm not looking to typically attack him either. And maybe that's a mistake, but um, that's something that I, I would play the raise before I played Porcello. Uh, here's one. I always like the strategy questions. Uh, this is from Roto Grinders chat here. When making entries for a three max, do you use the same pitcher on FanDuel or different pitcher combos for all three um, or, or mix it up. So I, I think when I make a three max, at, I'll, I'll typically make three different team stacks for my bats. And the most I'll use a pitcher is probably two of the three uh, lineups, if that makes any sense. Do you have any? I know you'll, you'll make one or two kind of bigger tournament teams and put it in a lot of different things. How do you handle it? Yeah, I'm like I, – I... I get, I sell my, so I understand the concept of spreading out and spreading out your risk and, you know, and having a better chance to hit um, GPPs with more entries and combinations and whatnot. But the way that I play, just the style of play is I get pretty sold on certain plays and I just accept the short-term variance and it, it is what it is, but I go pretty heavy. Um, but I will usually do like two or three lineups and I usually mix it up. Sometimes I end up playing the exact same bats with just different pitcher combos. Mm -hmm. If um, I feel very strongly and vice versa, sometimes I'll just go all in on my pitchers cause I'll feel very strongly. And then, you know, and try to place my different favorite bats around them and differently and like that. But I mean, the, the right way is probably to say that, you know, you should, you should 
make them all different, correct? I don't think they're, I don't think your way's right. I don't know if my way's right. I just don't think either way's wrong. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so I, I think there's a this money is right. You know, no. Yeah. There's a wide variety to play. Um, I would tell you to probably not play all chalk in a three max. Uh, if we're talking ownership, it gets a little bit more congregated. Yeah, but then it's a, then you want to be overweight on the field if you really believe in that chalk, you know? Yeah, yeah there, there's all different, just um, the ownership so definitely gets... Here's it, This is what I've been doing. So, okay, I used to make a killing on when the three max contests started, when everybody was inserting their cash lineups. Oh, yeah. And so I was like the only like, so I would take like 200 man contests and I would be like one of the few people stacking and I would make three different stacks and I would like win like every night. Right. And then, then the game changed and everyone, you know, there's always stacks and all of these contests now, but the thing that people aren't doing that. So what I've been doing this season is that um, I've been doing, you know, strikeouts and home runs. It's like pretty basic. So I've been trying to build like cash lineups on steroids. I call them because I just want a home run from every position. If it's an organic stack that just, I like all the plays naturally, I let it come organically. If not, I don't care. I just want to look at my lineup and say home run, home run, home run, home run, and then hope some of these guys hit bombs. Right. And then uh, that's the way I've been playing. So I feel like I I've been stacking less this season. I'm trying to go like opposite of where the, mm -hmm. what the people. Well, are. it's the, the salaries uh, the, there's always, you always got to adjust, right? Cause the salaries yeah. are tougher. So it that's makes true. it a little tougher to stack too. So, yeah. Uh, I think Kirkty's dropping some good knowledge there for you guys. Uh, a little bit of strategy. I always love talking strategy more than play uh, Matt Olson or something like that. The strategy part uh, is always a little bit more interesting to me. Uh, a couple more QQs we'll get on out of here. Uh, this will be our final one. Let's see here. Let me find a good one. Um, D, so this is DraftKings Cash. Uh, Tellas, we talked Tellas. I think that's a play on Yahoo as well. Trout. Uh, tell us in Trout or Olsen and Harper. Um, I'm going to say tell us in Trout. I would say neither one of those are wrong for a cash game. How about that? <laughs> Man, I didn't play Trout last night. And uh, I was so – I was like, why is Fires challenging him? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it was just crushed, just smoked. It's so frustrating when you don't play – it's such a – hard sweat when you play when, trout, when you have to when you know trout is the one guy that can hurt you right yeah. here and you you have to watch him pull you know zoom in on his at bat and watch what's happening it's such, it's such and then a when sweat. you play him and he gets like two he strikes out or he strikes it's, out oh it's so annoying when you spend that type of money but anyway guys we got to get out of here again if you want to play the ponies this weekend if you want a chance to win roto grinders premium for a year a year of roto grinders premium this will be your best chance to ever win a year of Roto-Grinders Premium, I can guarantee you, click the link in the Roto-Grinders chat, follow the instructions. You got to do something with the, the ponies on Saturday, but yeah, you'll be able to have a chance to do something like that um, and, and have a pretty good chance of, of winning either some Roto-Grinders t-shirts or first place uh, is a full year of Roto-Grinders Premium, which is, is pretty expensive. You know what? Another positive is you might end up uh, with a addiction to horse horse racing yeah that's never and, uh, you start hitting you know, the, what's, you'll what's have the, so no. much no so much fun hitting the, the theater or whatever the the best thing about roto grinders premium let's pat yourself on the back here is you get chris's nba cvrs right oh yes so, <laughs> number one both sites i hate I, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna <laughs> yeah 
I Listen, know. I'll I'll do it for you. I'm, no, I'm uh, I'm gonna say I, I'm a fraud, so it's it's uh, don't don't put any weight into that. I'll do it for you. Anyway, we got to get on out of here. Uh, thanks to all you for watching. Thanks to Yahoo for sponsoring the site. If you want to play along against me or Chris, not sure why you'd want to, but jump in all the Yahoo games tonight, and uh, we'll see you in there. Thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, we out ya. this build like i don't know if there's a clear the only problem with building one team like this i think it's more of a script team like you build 20 and you just shuffle them because there's not a clear-cut mvp going this way whereas if you play curry or Kawhi, it's just they're clear you're putting them in the top spot or you're doing it wrong really so yeah, yeah, mix them up. i think it's draymond though. i want it to be a golden state guy and i think draymond makes the most or boogie like no one no one is going to play Boogie in the MVP. Yeah. Like, he's going to be less than 1% owned in the MVP. Like, literally. And I know it's out there, but Draymond's probably a better play for one. I think for this build, Draymond in the MVP makes a lot of sense. I, th I think I think we do that, and then we kind of work with – it's like you said, steals and blocks. I mean, that's got to put guys like Siakam, uh, Serge Ibaka, if we get down to the low – low end like those are big deals like on FanDuel especially you know that's that's something we got to take into account as we finish this build
What is going on, Roto-Grinders? Dean here. That's Dean 7904. If you want to get all technical on me, it is 501 on the East Coast, 201 on the West Coast, 401 Tennessee time. Of course, that means it's time for the flagship show here at Roto-Grinders. It's called Grinders Live. It's sponsored by Fantasy Draft. And joining me today, it feels like we haven't talked in a while. It's one Pepsi, seven Pepsi. Where have you been hiding, man? <laughs> it feels like it's been a while since I've been on here. It feels like I'm on vacation. But uh, yeah, it's nice to be back, man. Beautiful sunny day. We got the Raptors looking to win the world championship maybe here. Uh, got some real life baseball tonight for me and a massive DFS play. It'll be a fun night. Yeah, you, you're saying you have some real life baseball tonight and one of your teammates is going to be healthy. One of your best friends, I think actually your, your best uh, friend in real life, non-DFS friend, of course, that's me, right? Uh, by default. But uh, didn't you break your best friend's nose recently? Is that not something you did? You're an awful person. Yeah, I'd like to say that it was uh, training MMA, which, you know, these things happen, but it wasn't. It was uh, it was a baseball and, uh, you know, in between innings when you just kind of sometimes just throwing the ball around a little bit. I'm a shortstop, so the last catch is made in left center field. They throw it in, I pick it up. And I'd done this in the first inning to my buddy, too, who's jogging in from left field, and it worked fine. And this time I lobbed the ball at him as we're coming in. I thought he was looking at me. Of course, he, then he turns to his left, and I yell at him, which was probably the wrong idea because then – his head goes, huh? And then, bam, hit him right in the face and broke his nose and uh, a whole lot of blood. And uh, it was a tough way to start the year. <laughs> well, more so for him. It's a good thing you could laugh about it, Pepsi. It's hilarious you broke your best friend's nose. You're a picture. Yeah, I, felt, I actually felt worse than he did, I think. He was like, <laughs> yeah, it's no big deal. It's fine. I'll be fine. I'll recover. He's tough. But uh, I felt awful just because it was so unnecessary. And uh, it was our first game of the season, second inning. And uh Awful. I guess it could have been worse. You know what I mean? It was a clean break. He's fine. He's coming back tonight. I'm excited to have him out. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's one I'd like to have back for sure. Hey, Pepsi, seamless segue. Uh, do you care for the ponies? No, I'm not a pony guy. I mean, I've been a couple of times, and I thought it would be cool. The atmosphere would be amazing. I'd get into it, but I just didn't really. It wasn't for me. Yeah, I, I used to go when I was younger in Florida. There's a couple of places that are cool down there. Calder. It's not some – it's spot. The Gulfstream is really nice these days. Uh, there's a contest going down. Are you aware of the Triple Crown? You know, that's a thing, right? Baseball, of course, is the thing. We'll talk about that in a second. That's much more important. That's much more uh, – that's actually more of a thing than the cycle. I know people talk about the cycle. That's not a thing. The Triple Crown's a thing in, in horse racing as well, too. I believe this is the second leg. I could be wrong uh, of the Triple Crown as far as uh, – the Belmont Stakes are going down this weekend. That's where we're getting there, Pepsi. Uh, and we're running a contest here at RG. We're dropping the link here in the chat for you guys, too. Uh, I assume it's going to be in the YouTube chat as well. If you guys are watching this on the YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. Ask your questions there. Our fabulous multitasking producer, the D-Train, he's going to copy and paste those questions and throw them in chat eventually at some point. We'll get the questions to the show. It's an awesome slate, by the way. I love this slate, Pepsi. Cannot wait to talk about it. Uh, we got to knock out this promo first, which is a really good promo. Uh, as of right now, in the forums, it looks like maybe 15 or 20 people so far, Pepsi, have actually signed up. Uh, and one of these 15 or 20 people, presu- presumably we're going to have more. But uh, if you participate in the contest, basically you're picking who's going to finish first, second, fourth, or fifth, uh, and then I believe the time of the race too. Uh, if you finish first, you win yourself a free year of RG Premium along with the RG Swag. Second, you get three months of premium with swag. Third, one month of premium with swag as well. And fourth and fifth, you get yourself a, a shirt. So, uh, I mean, Pepsi, we know a guy. We, we have the premium for free. But, like, again, as of right now, it's only like 20 people or so that have signed up and uh, if you have like a one in 20 shot or even like if 80 more people sign up, one in a hundred shot at, you know, RG premium uh, right there. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're intrigued. Yes. Why not? It's free. And the premium package is fantastic. So uh, why not take the 30 seconds and uh, be just have a team. 
there you go. Yes, you get the consensus value ranking to both of us, of course, participate in the expert survey, the musings by one cheese is good, uh, the plate IQ, the lineup HQ, the, the uh, ownership. There's all sorts of things. Oh, you get crunch time. You get the premium podcast, which is on in the morning as well, too. But we also want to say we paired with TVG. If you click on the TVG link, Pepsi, how about this? I think I'm going to do this, actually. Uh, so if you make a $200 wager, I think it's up to $200. I don't know if it has to be $200. Uh, up to a $200 wager as far as I think it's got to be for the win. So let me go ahead and just read this precisely. Uh, place a single horse win wager up to $200, and you get your money back if the horse loses. Like, you can't lose. It's a win-win. Well, it's possibly a win-push. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get all technical, I guess. Well, that's what I'm known for. Uh, and it's only, I was te- checking it out. It's only a 10 horse field. I don't know who, uh, uh, Tacitus, he's nine to five, uh, War of Will. It, it's like a two, there's two big favorites. And then all of a sudden, uh, it kind of spreads out as far as the odds. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm going to fire this. Why not? It's, it's going to be good times. And, uh, I mean, it's been a while since I've been to the track. There's no track here in Tennessee, but, uh, it's good times. I used to enjoy going to Paddock, uh, and watching when they kind of saddle up. Uh, here's a, a little a little tip for you, Pepsi. If you watch the horse go to the bathroom, that's the one you got to bet on. Cleans himself out, ready to rock and roll. I mean, how do you become a jockey? I wonder. Like, is there stipulations there? Can you? Do you have to be a certain? You, you must have to be a certain weight, right? You can't. You can't be more than like 130 pounds. I mean, maybe height isn't as big of a deal, but uh, I've always wondered about that. Yeah. Well, they jockeys too, and like if you you have to, it's a whole thing. Like, but they, a lot of the there's a dark part of, uh, of racing and i've seen pieces of them before uh, you know in years past i don't know if it's cleaned up or not but some of the uh, jockeys have had to deal with like a bolivian things like that because they have to stay at a certain weight obviously it's uh you know we're not going to be jockeys anytime soon Pepsi. i'll, I'll say that you, uh, <laughs> team girth uh, is not participate as far as jockeys but uh, yeah you got to be small right and you got to be uh daring i suppose too right because dangerous sport uh, that's it for the read, but uh, there you go. The, the, the links are in chat. Go ahead and fill out the, if nothing else, if you don't want to make a deposit and get, you know, uh, worst case scenario, you get your money back. If you, if you bank it, that's good times too, but, uh, just fill it out, finish your finishes in the top five or six. And as well as the time it's all in the forms, uh, D trains all over. He dropped that link in chat for you guys, but yeah, uh, have at it. Good times. Pepsi tonight's slates. Uh, what up with Jacob DeGrom's price? It's ridiculous. We talked about this earlier in the week. Well, not me and you. Like, you were off watching, like, the Stanley Cup finals, and you're also off, uh, you know, in the pool. You were on vacation time. You're watching some basketball. But yes, the, the Raptors. <laughs> you are such a homer. <laughs> you have a, a hat that, like, the, the, the rim is not bent at all just yet. It's brand new. It's the tags on, the, on it. On the back, it says, just jumped on the bandwagon in the playoffs. <laughs> you're the worst. <laughs> hey, at least I'm being honest about it. And it's my team. My hometown team, I can jump on and off as much as I want. Wait, DB's in the chat. He says, I really need to stick to DFS and not the ponies. Well, for, is, he, is it the take that where I'm saying that, like, uh, I like to bet on the horse to go to the – he goes to the bathroom. All of a sudden, he's feeling spry. You know what I mean? He's feeling like yeah. he's feeling lighter. Well, what, I think it was the second leg comment that maybe you got wrong. I mean, I got no idea what I'm talking about when it comes to the ponies, but I see Big T and Dan both ripping on you here. So you did something wrong, but I think you referred to the second leg at first. Maybe that was – Is the- it not the second leg? There's the, the Preakness, the, the Derby – and the Belmont, is this the third one? I'm, am I wrong on this? My bad. Uh, is that the most agree? Okay. I, I, I think I said I think. I didn't say definitively. Let's Nonetheless. just talk some baseball. Let's just talk some baseball. We know you're good at that. Well, I mean, in comparison to my pony talk, apparently. <laughs> um, yeah, so early in the week, we saw Chris Sale was like the, what, the fourth most expensive pitcher, which is completely egregious. And, 
you know, people were fading him for some reasons, for ownership reasons, I suppose. And once again, we have Jacob DeGrom, uh, Pepsi. I don't know what's going on here. Why is Jacob DeGrom, uh, what is he, the, the fourth or fifth most expensive? You got Cole, you got Soraka, you got Kershaw, you got Boyd, you got Lance, Lynn, Herman, uh, and then the DeGrom also makes an appearance. I know last time out, he left the game, I don't even want to say early. Like he said, he was fine. He was basically, there's a lot of, a lot of pitches anyway, uh, if you're concerned about it. I believe it was his hip. But he said he was okay and good to go, and he's got the, the day-to-day tag next to him. But I, I have no concern on that. I've, I've heard nothing about it. He's facing a, facing a Colorado team that, uh, you know, away from course, obviously, we know they, they stink. Uh, drastically different team. Uh, you know, their two best hitters are better versus lefties as opposed to righties. That will be Story and Arenado. Blackman, one of the other better hitters. I think he's actually healthy and, like, he's been activated, but he's not starting. Did I see that? I feel like he's not in the lineup. Let me just go ahead and confirm that. You see that, Pepsi? Yeah, so – so I thought I saw Blackman was activated, but he's not starting. So not sure what's going on there. I don't have the lineup out just yet here. I haven't seen it. Is it out? Have you heard of rotorgrounders.com? They have these uh, lineup pages. It's pretty cool. Yeah. When I came on the air, though, it hadn't been out yet. So I'm refreshing it as we speak here. I didn't see what the Blackman's <laughs> in or out. So not a whole lot of help to you in terms of Blackman. There it is. You're right. Blackman is indeed out populating off. That's good. <laughs> That's good. It's on the Grom, which I'm on the Grom. You talked about the Rockies and how and how bad they're on the road. 26.6% K rate and only a 6.3% walk rate on the road. That's an awful, awful offense in the road. Uh, as much as I like Cole and his strikeout ability, a little more than DeGrum overall, DeGrum's still the better pitcher. Uh, the matchup, you could say they're, they're both plus matchups, and DeGrum is so much cheaper industry-wide, as you mentioned, like the seventh highest pitcher on DK or something crazy, the fifth on Fantasy Draft, and FanDuel, I don't know where he is there either. He, he's way too cheap over on FanDuel where he is um, – you know, sitting at 10 threes. So maybe he's the third highest pitcher over there. But the point is, industry-wide, DeGrum is too cheap. It is a great matchup. We're not worried about his cramp in his hip. And as you mentioned, he was already in the seventh inning, six and two-thirds. He had seven Ks. He sat around 90 pitches last time. They just took him out for precautionary reasons. So there's nothing apparently to be concerned about here. It's a fantastic matchup at home. We're getting a discount. Uh, DeGrum becomes the top, uh, you know, dollar-for-dollar dollar play on the uh, entire state tonight, in my opinion. So you mentioned Garrett Cole, and it's a really interesting conversation. And, again, there's a lot of good pitchers taking the bump tonight. There's a couple guys I think that are overpriced. Uh, you know, Kays are king, and we got Soraka, who's in a great matchup. We have Kershaw's in a great matchup, but they're probably not going to compile like, more than, like, eight or nine Ks or so or something like that. And if they give up one or two, it's hard for them to kind of justify that price. I suppose they can get there if they go, like, seven or eight innings, but that's unlikely. Uh, great ballpark against terrible teams don't necessarily strike out a ton, but uh, you mentioned Cole, Pepsi, and the way DeGrom is priced and the way some of the hitters are priced today, you look, I love the double barrel arms. And I can get Garrett Cole. I can get DeGrom. I can get two or three of really good hitters and make it work. Uh, I don't feel like I'm sacrificing too much. Uh, I'm almost like 99% sure as far as where I'm going, as far as my cash games. Of course, we're going to punt a couple spots, and we're probably going to roll out like terrible Danny Jansen of your Toronto Blue Jays. Or I don't know if they're your Blue Jays right now because they're not winning. I know you have the Homer thing going on, but uh, nonetheless, uh, I think we can make that work. I mean, I'm not sure if you try to build anything just yet as far as two pitcher sites, as far as you know DK or fantasy draft, but I'm, I'm fine with my hitters with Cole and DeGrom. What say you? Yeah, you can make a couple of those, and I've been tinkering around a little bit. I haven't made any full lineups just yet here. But uh, I have done the Cole DeGrum thing, especially on DK, and it's a lot of fun where you get, you know, you get into DeGrum at such a discount there. Uh, a couple of punt options, as you mentioned. Next thing you know, you're on 38, 39 per bat. 
we can work with that. And that is amazing having two studs out there like that tonight and plus matchups, two of the best pitchers in the game. And of course, it's in a 15 game slate. It's usually about, well, we don't want to sacrifice all the bats. You know, players, teams going to go off tonight. There's not really an offense you have to have tonight. Nothing's in cores. Uh, I can make an argument in a few spots that are going to be chalky that they aren't a great spot. It's just a very good spot. So I like the arms more than the bats tonight. And we're going to give you some value plays at each position to help you do the Cole DeGrom double hammer. I love it. I'm not doing every lineup, but in a couple lineups, I'm going to do it. I absolutely love the idea of it. Yeah. Uh, you fire up Cardi's the, the bat, uh, and it has like, you know, Cole and DeGrom are, are clearly in their own uh, category as far as tiers. And you kind of step down to the Kershaw's and Soraka. Uh, Woodruff is kind of interesting. We'll talk about him. And I think even Haney's an interesting conversation too, as far as a step down for tournaments, but I'm almost certain that's what I'm doing as far as my cash games is cold the Grom and Pepsi. Have you fired up the old play IQ as far as cold against this, uh, this Baltimore lineup, which is trash. Uh, there's no VR in there. Uh, somebody else got hurt yesterday. Smith got hurt yesterday too. Uh, Cisco uh, is, is batting cleanup because of the regular catchers dinged. Also, you want to see Broxton in there. Bing, you got Broxton in there. 36% K percent against righties. That's against standard run of the rail righties, not against Garrett Cole who strikes out uh, what, uh, over 30% of righties, 40% of lefties for what it's worth. And there you go. You got Chris Davis, who strikes out 30% clip against just anybody. I mean, just you love seeing Broxton and Davis in that lineup. It pops. Cisco at 34%, collectively at 25.8%. They don't walk 6.6% collectively. This is such an awesome, awesome matchup for Cole. And I understand we've said it so many times as far as pitchers, but uh, the only if there's going to be one hit here, Pepsi, one slight little nick, uh, is that, you know, the K guys, the guys that strike out the least as far as Baltimore, and there's two, Alberto and Santander, uh, they are at the top of the order. But I think he gets through these guys, you know, he goes through the order three times anyway. So it doesn't matter where they're hitting. I think he just goes through them, you know, 27 batters. Uh, I love Garrett Cole, and that's why uh, on a one-pitcher site on FanDuel, I'm doing my best to get Cole over DeGrom. I like them both, but uh, I'm trying to get in, uh, Cole over DeGrom. What are your thoughts as far as one-pitcher sites? Yeah, I mean, at $900 in difference, it makes it a little bit easier to go to Cole over DeGrom. I mean, obviously, in fantasy draft and DK, it's a little more difficult. To, you know, you probably give the edge to DeGrom there. You know, Baltimore hasn't caved as much as we thought they would, 18 overall in, in strikeouts versus righties. But you mentioned they're missing a couple of bats in there to get a couple of guys in that strike at a time. I guess the only negative, outside of price, of course, for Cole, is he's got a, a hitter's umpire. If you have the premium package and you're on uh, lineup headquarters, you can check out that feature, which is an awesome tool. Um, and uh, we got DeGrom with a pitcher's umpire and Cole with a hitter's umpire. So I don't know if that wavers me too much either way. I think that the uh, the fact that, as you mentioned, Cisco and Davis being in there, they're, they're big striker weights. I like Cole better. If I could play just anybody make it work, Cole's the guy because I feel like the strikeouts are going to be there. But, again, we talked about Colorado Monroe with 26.6% strikeout rate uh, away from home and low walk rate. So they're very close. And dollar for dollar, it's still DeGrom. But if you could pay for anybody, and uh, like I say, money's not a thing for whatever reason, the lineup you're building, Cole is still the guy to me because of the strikeouts. And I think it's going to be a lot less owned just because there's a lot of pitchers to like, and all of them are cheaper than Cole, and in some cases, much cheaper like the Bronx. I like how you say lineup headquarters. You, you don't say the HQ. you got time to spell it all out for the people just to get some curious. <laughs> what does HQ stand for? Headquarters. That makes sense. Um, yeah, Cole this, this season, 37.4% as far as a K percent. I will say the Grom. Uh, he gets the pitcher to pick on as far as striking out the pitcher for whatever that's worth. Um, yeah, I, I still, just that Baltimore lineup, there's just so many Ks in there. What do we have? Hey, are you on the lineup pitch headquarters? I'm curious what we have as far as the K prop. I'm going to guess that Cole's a little bit higher. Uh, 
Yeah. So Cole's K prop today, Pepsi. Yep. Is nine and a half. Yeah. Looking at it right now here. And we step down to the Grom, which is seven and a half. Now, to be to be fair to the Grom, the juice is heavily on the over at minus one forty three, and, and Cole is basically a coin toss or just slight juice on the under. Uh, so nine and a half versus seven and a half. And then of course it stepped down to uh, a handful of guys at six and a half and five and a half. But I mean, look, we want to compile as many K's as possible. I would give me the 17 K's from Cole and the Grom and I'll figure my bats out. That's a sort of where I'm at right now. Yeah. And that makes sense, especially if you can do that on uh, a you know, two pitcher site. Absolutely. Like I said, on a one pitcher site, it's a little more difficult, but I will say overall on a one pitcher site or even on a two pitcher site, if you have to debate between the two, if it gets that close to where, you know, say Cole strikes out 10, the Grom strikes out eight, the discount you're getting, especially on, you know, fantasy draft and DraftKings here, it's too big to pass up, I think. But again, despite the 15 game slate here, I don't have to have any bats. And a lot of the ones we like are cheap. So Cole still gets the slight edge. Uh, but DeGrom, just, I love that discount. Love them both together. It's going to be a fun night building them together. I want to see if Milwaukee, if their lineup has come out. You're talking about lineups we need to – that's obviously a really appealing lineup today versus uh, rookie Davis, no longer a rookie. But in this small sample, he has not been very good in the majors. And what, six, uh, a six total for Milwaukee. And we do have that lineup uh, pretty standard. Kane, Yelich, Braun, Moose. Grandal, Thames, Shaw is one of those guys that kind of makes the double barrel work, which I know kind of squeamish as far as Travis Shaw and Arcia. Uh, let's talk about the pivots and talk about the step downs as far as pitchers. And I mentioned them passing, like Soraka and Kershaw. They're just, they're fine. I just, I don't like, you know, we live in the world of a salary cap and I just don't, it's not that much more for Cole and it's definitively less for DeGrom. Like, why am I playing them outside of like, you know, ownership tournament reasons and like, you know, variance embracing that. But uh, I got to make at least 10 lineups before I get to those guys. And I'm still probably not getting to them. But again, they're not going to hurt you most likely, but that's sort of where I'm at. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, you know, Kershaw is a very good life, real life pitcher. You know, the strikeouts haven't been there. We know this is a new version of Kershaw and he's good. Not great. Good matchup against San Francisco. Good matchup in that ballpark. Obviously the best pitchers park in baseball, but the price is just too high for me. If you're not getting the strikeouts, I don't want to pay the price. And it's kind of the same thing. You know, with, uh, as you mentioned, Soraka, a great matchup and a great pitcher's park versus the Miami team. It's awful. Again, though, the strikeouts aren't there from Soraka. Um, it just makes it tough for me to go there. I mean, when you can get the Grum cheaper, it makes zero sense to pay for these guys. If I'm going to pay up, I'm going to go to Cole. So as much as we like Soraka and Kershaw in general, and we love the matchups, they're just not worth their salary time, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, Soraka right now is a five and a half K prop for what it's worth there. Uh, extreme hitters umpire as well. Obviously, the, the ballpark's great. From a run prevention perspective, he should be fine. But I just can't see myself getting there outside of just deliberately being goofy. Uh, and it's not insane to roster him, but, you know, uh, it just does not make sense from a uh, salary perspective. As far as Kershaw, he's currently got a six and a half prop. We don't know who his umpire ju- is just yet because he's on the uh, – the West Coast. And then we have Matt Boyd, who's like taking a huge step forward this year, Pepsi. He's been awesome. 30.8% K percent. That's awesome. That kind of pops up the page. But I just don't like picking a Minnesota, who's just absolutely annihilated lefties. They're in the top five of basically every single category against left-handers. And, you know, uh, it's it's a really deep lineup. A lot, lot of Tortugas in there again. You never want to see him because the dude just doesn't strike out. He limits upside to some degree. And you can make an argument for Boyd. I hear you. You can play him in tournaments. And I would probably play Boyd over uh, over Kershaw and over Soraka in tournaments just because I think he's got a higher upside, uh, maybe a greater variance. Uh, what are you doing with Boyd? Yeah, I'm fading today. Again, it's the same idea for me. I mean, the matchup's fine versus Detroit. Obviously, we'd rather have a right-handed pitcher, but Boyd's been fantastic. The strikeout rate's been excellent. 
Um, you know, his hard hit rate's a little higher than we'd like, and of course the walks aren't in the elite class of, a, of, a, of a Jacob deGrom, but still, he's absolutely legit. He's been fantastic. Uh, it's interesting. I think if you're making 20-plus lineups, you know, you can get off of Cole and deGrom combinations. You can go to Boyd. You can even go Soraka and Kershaw and they're just to kind of mix it up and hope that one of those aces gets blown up. But uh, it's kind of the same scenario as Soraka and Kershaw for me. The matchup's good. He's very good as well. Uh, I just don't like the, um, um, you know, I don't like um, uh, the matchup versus the Twins. Sorry, I'm flip-flopping here, Dean. Sorry. But um, what's we- going on over there, Pepsi? You're rattling? 777? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's rattle time now. What I'm trying to say, we prefer – the twins aren't as good versus lefties as they are versus righties is what I'm trying to spit out. So, you know, the matchup's fine. It's just obviously not as ideal as, say, Soraka Kershaw. He doesn't have the upside, in my opinion, as a Cole or DeGrom. There's no discount again there. It's, it's an easy pass for me, you know. It's uh, even more so with the fact that, you know, he's cheaper than guys like Soraka and Kershaw, which is good. And the K rate is certainly higher, but the team is just a lot tougher matchup here. 20.2% collectively as far as this Minnesota uh, team striking out for his lefties and you know, you got the boomstick, Nelly Cruz, all his power in there. C.J. Crone's got a ton of power. Uh, Polanco's not a guy I want to pick on necessarily. Uh, and, again, we talked about the lots of two guys. 7.1% as far as his K percent striking out versus lefties. So it's bigger versus lefties than his versus righties, but obviously that's not an appealing number. You do have Bucks in at the bottom who strikes out a fair bit, but still collectively not a big strikeout team. Uh, let's talk about Andrew Heaney, Pepsi, because – He's looked great so far this year in a small sample, and he's piled a bunch of Ks so far in a small sample. You know, obviously, what are you going to get out of 11 innings? He's got 43.9% K percent, a swinging, swinging strike percent, uh, almost 20%. But again, 11 innings. Take that, uh, the old grain of salt, I suppose. Uh, good pitcher uh, facing a Seattle team that, that you know, definitely will give you some strikeouts. They lost Hanniger as well, too. So I'm not sure, do we have a Seattle lineup just yet, or are you still kind of piecing it together? It's going to be weakened nonetheless. Yeah, it's not out just yet here. Um, I mean, he is interesting. And like you said, the, the, he's been fantastic. The K rate's been good. He's not walking anybody. Uh, Seattle, very good team versus right. He's not as good versus lefties as well. But uh, I just, again, the Grum's $200 more expensive. I mean, I just, he, he kind of falls in no man's land for me. You know, I would like a discount on him. If that was the case, I'd be on board here. But I just at $9,200 on, uh, on, um, uh, DraftKings here at 18K in fantasy draft. I just don't think I'm discounted enough to uh, be tempted to go here. I'd much rather cheat without a little bit lower to uh, one of these other options down here. Such as who? You know, Brandon Woodruff's a guy that I, I like a little bit. You know what I mean? Um, you know, the matchup not ideal versus Pittsburgh. We know they can be patient. We don't want to strike out a ton, hit his ballpark, but Woodruff's been very good. And even with the fact that Pittsburgh doesn't strike out a lot, you know, he's generated a pretty good strikeout race. It's big games in the K departments, and I like him. He's dirt cheap. I think the win's there, quality starts there. I still think he can rack up a K per inning. I think that if I'm going to go cheap, uh, that's the guy I'm relying on if I'm looking to load up in some bats. If we're going to get off some of these aces here, which, again, I still recommend the cold, the grum, if you can make it work. That's amazing. Uh, pretty rare we can do that. But uh, if I'm going down, I'm just going to go all the way down to a guy like Woodruff. Take the discount, upgrade some bats, and I think Woodruff could be just as good as Zahini tonight. So we'll talk about somebody in a second as far as as going all the way down because there's a guy at the floor that I think is kind of interesting and I think will be fairly popular, at least to some degree, as far as the name when you consider, uh, you know, that we're on a full slate. Woodruff this season facing this Pittsburgh team that doesn't strike out much at all as far as this year versus righties collectively 17.6%. Let's go ahead and stretch that out in the old put IQ and add in last year as well. And it's still at, what, 17.2%. Every player on this team outside of Polanco – Strikes out at 94.4% or 0.5% or less, Pepsi. Uh, and, you know, Woodruff has been a you know pretty good K pitcher for what it's worth, 29.1% the last two seasons. 
Um, yeah, he's definitely in play for me. That they're asking about Domingo Herman in, in the chat. Uh, and he, for me, he's just kind of a victim of the slate. I can't play everybody. I don't play 150 lineups. I just don't do that. So I can't get there. Is Domingo on your list? I mean, yeah, I'm kind of there with you. I, I just, um, and, and it's just, he's too expensive for me. You know, the matchup's fine, I guess. You know, Cleveland, though, can get pretty left-handed and pretty patient. You know, we, we know they're not a team that's uh, producing a lot of runs. They've really underachieved, but they're not striking out a ton right now. So the strikeouts, at best case, you're looking at one per inning. We know he doesn't go deep in the games. You know, this is just not a thing for Jermont. So you're looking at best case scenario, six innings, six Ks, maybe a couple runs. That's fine. But again, for that price point, I want more. And I feel like I can get more with a guy like DeGrom is right there with him. So, yeah, I think it's one of those things where unless you're doing 20-plus lineups, you're just trying to be a little different, you know, in case one of these pitchers get rocked here tonight. Uh, for me, there's no reason to go there, and I, I won't be touching him tonight. Pepsi, you know what I was talking about as far as the cheap pitcher that I think is in the conversation on, on the slate? Because I'm not sure if, uh, how, how low you've gone as far as your pitchers or how much you think you even need anybody down there. But uh, Homer Bailey, do you see his price? I've been using him off and on all year, too. And I think I, I want to say I've used him three times, four times, actually, I think is what I've done. And three of the four, he's been really good. I mean, it's a plus matchup again. Good ballpark. The White Sox will strike out. I mean, that's ridiculously cheap for him. I, I don't hate it. I mean, it's just a night again where – and it's rare on a Friday night where we don't love offense. And, and tonight I don't have to have anything. Obviously, there's teams and players I like, but there's enough value out there and there's an argument against some of these teams that means I'm leading with arms tonight. So there's a lot of opportunity costs going down to Homer Bailey when, again, we've talked about it, you can get Cole and DeGrom to work. Uh, it just scares me a little bit. But um, it'd be fun to plug him in with yeah. a Garrett Cole and just to see what I can do. And I'm going to tinker after the after we get off the air here, and I, I might play around a little bit. And if, if something's amazing, if I can do like a Milwaukee Open double stack with him, I might leave one out there. But uh, – Odds are I'm not going down that low. Like I said, I think that uh, Woodruff's a little safer. I think the K rate's there. I wouldn't be surprised if Woodruff went six, gave up a couple of runs, struck out five or six. That's pretty good for his price. But truth is, Bailey could do that too. Not as safe to do it, yeah. but he could. And, man, he's practically free. So I haven't tried it yet. So I'm definitely going to plug him in and, and have some fun. But I just don't think it's necessary. What are your thoughts? Well, it, it gives you a different shuffle as far as the bats, and you want to pay up for a yellow, you want to pay up for a trout, you want to pay up for both. Uh, Homer Bailey is one of the routes to get there. Why can't he weasel his way to 12 points? And 12 points is perfectly fine, right? If you're, if you're just, just you were going to say the bats are going to win the slate, and you know, you might be punting so many points at pitcher, but I, I think you can put up a 12 spot. And like you said, he's going to give up some runs because he's Homer Bailey. That's, that's just going to happen. But there are plenty of K's to kind of subdue that to some degree. If you fire up the old foot IQ here, uh, against Chicago, we're talking about collectively 25.2% striking out. They don't walk 6.5% as far as walking. Their Wobas are all terrible outside of two players, outside of Mancata and Abreu. Uh, not a ton of power. Jimenez has had some, obviously, you know, big-time prospect, not fully developed just yet, but not a ton of power. Uh, the Woba, as far as the winning, winning on base average, is not good. Uh, and they strike out a ton. Uh, Homer Bailey is not a case savant by any means or even a, a, an average strikeout pitcher. We're talking about 17.2% the last two seasons. But I, I, why can't he weasel his way to like five innings, two earned runs, and like four Ks or something like that and, you know, put up like nine, 10, 11 points. Maybe he gets a W. He, he could, but the, the worry is that DeGrom and Cole are going seven and striking out 10, I guess, or the fact that Bailey hasn't really been good the last few starts and he continues to pitch lousy. I mean, you know, again, it's a big-time opportunity cost here tonight, but it's an interesting road to go, and you, and you don't need much. As you said, 10 to 12 points will make it work. 
but you got to hit your offense. So if you're in love with a couple offenses tonight, you want to double stack, by all means, go ahead. I mean, I likely won't go there, but again, I'm going to plug him in and take a little bit and see how it looks for fun. We got somebody here in chat that says, uh, now I'm not endorsing this. Uh, and I was going to say <laughs> a funny name here. Uh, Bailey is in hundred percent of my lineups. Never thought I'd say that. So um, yeah, people are going to be doing it and, and you just can have some fun and load up on the bats for sure. Uh, we got to move on and start talking about the sticks here in the second Pepsi, but you know, my arms are pretty, you know, it's a big slate, but it's DeGrom, it's Cole, uh, maybe some Heaney. Uh, I'm going to step down for some Bailey. Um, that's, I mean, Woodruff, I don't mind either. There's some other arms out there that are good, but again, I'm not making enough lineups. I'm probably not getting there. Do you have a final thought as far as pitchers or shall we talk about the sticks? Yeah, I don't make a ton of GPP lineups. Like I got three on DK Fantasy Draft and I got six on FanDuel, I think, just because where the pricing worked. Um, so I'm going to go on Fantasy Draft. I'm going at least two of my three. I'm doing Cole and DeGrom just because we can get it to work there. Uh, after that, again, I'll, I'll punch in Bailey, see what happens. Maybe I'll use him in one of them. Maybe I'll go to Woodruff, which is what I was thinking originally, and, and go from there. On FanDuel, um, our one-pitcher sites in general, it's uh, it's all Cole and DeGrom for me. I don't, I don't see a reason to get off either one of them. You could pretty much make it work still. Yeah, obviously, you can't double-stack Houston and Milwaukee together, but I don't think that's necessary tonight. So uh, I don't see myself getting off of either of those guys, um, especially at their prices on one-pitcher sites. Pepsi, uh, give me a hitter or two. Who's going to be defining the slate? Who's your core as far as the bats? I really like Mike Moustakas today. Obviously, Milwaukee's going to be chalky. Uh, it's a great matchup for the Brewers here tonight. And, uh, you know, just going to go look at their roster while I talk to you here, you know, especially facing a rookie pitcher. Pepsi, really? We're doing this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we know rookie Davis might not go deep in the game. Yeah. Uh, but one of the keys they're like is Milwaukee's at home. Obviously, it's a good hitter's park, and, you know, it doesn't maybe guarantee the fifth at bat for everybody. But their bullpen, other than Francisco Liriano, who pitched last night, they don't have a lefty. So it's, you know, if, if you're going to roll out the lefties versus David, which makes sense, you miss Stockers, your Shaws, and whatnot, yell at Shaw, obviously. Um, they're going to have the splits in their favor probably all night long. And uh, so it's a good matchup across the board. You know, not that Pittsburgh's bullpen's weak by any means, but still the righties are going to come in there. So I love the stock because he's hit the ball great. You could go to Yelich as well, obviously. Either of those two lefties from Milwaukee are the uh, are easily might be in the top two bats of the night. And in terms of the best value bat of the night, and I've been riding him all year long, and unlike Homer Bailey, he hasn't helped me at all. Travis Shaw, he's <laughs> batting seventh, but again, he allows you to make it work. And this is still a guy that's hit running and pitching very well. His hard hit rate's been pretty good this season. He hasn't had a whole lot of luck. He said a lot of home runs off of uh, right into pitching. It's still a good spot for him to finally get going or have a game. But even if he hits a single on a walk and scores a run at his salary, that's fine. And again, it makes it all work. So love the Brewers lefty series side. The high end is Moustakas and Yelich. And for value, it's Shaw. And that's kind of how I'm, I'm starting my builds uh, along with pitching at times. Going to go around the horn in a second as far as our favorite plays in each position, but I just want to add on as far as – I know he's on a traditional value play and the price doesn't really necessarily jump his value, but – uh, as drunk as uh, these sites were when they priced Jacob DeGrom, I don't know what they were chasing it with, uh, uh, some edibles or whatever, because Mookie, Mookie Betts is 4.4K on DK. He's like, what, 8.8 eight or 8.9 or something on Fantasy Draft. Uh, just like he's like the 30th most expensive outfielder. I mean, were you serious? <laughs> What's going on here? Team total of five leading off versus, you know, Torinos is a fine pitcher. He's okay. He's mm. serviceable. But he's like, you know, run-of-the-mill, you know, league average. Uh, that's just a, just a silly price. And by the way, I was talking about, uh, you know, it's double arms. You can, you can get bets. You can get bets in that double arms as far as you can get bets. You can get to Grum. 
you can get some uh, some coal uh, and even another hit or two I, I kind of like I, I really like my lineup tonight as far as uh, cash games on DK uh, you know just to build on fans draft as well the double barrel and uh, the bats are just bets is too cheap man it's just I, I don't get it for sure in tournaments you can fade him you can fade anybody because uh, he's probably going to be player popular it's we're not the only ones that are realizing like wait a second this guy's too cheap speaking of cheap Pepsi we got to talk about catcher we got to save some money someplace Oh boy. Uh, you know, the roster on a fantasy draft, but on DK, they force you to do so. Danny Jansen's 2K. And like 2K on DK is much different than 2K on Fandle. The money goes a lot further here in DK. Uh, you know, Merrill Kelly, it, I guess it doesn't even matter, right? It's just a catcher. It's 2K. <laughs> doesn't matter who he's facing. Uh, I, I want to save some funds at catcher. What are you doing here? Obviously, I want to spend all the way up on Grandall, but we don't roll with salary cap, Peps. Are we saving salary here? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said, Grandall is the guy if you can get there. For some reason, you're playing some Homer Bailey. Um, you could certainly get the Grandall a catcher, and that's one of the ways that I would definitely be going. If I'm using Bailey, I'm definitely 100% rostering Grandall. He's a top bat by far, and he's going to be low on just because of the fact that most guys are going to pay up for pitching or pay down at catcher. Aside from that, yeah, Danny Jansen. The kid is a good hitter. I know he hasn't developed kind of like Eloy Jimenez. You mentioned he hasn't really got going yet, mm-hmm. and not that Jansen's in that category future-wise anyway. But this is a guy that's a pretty good contact hitter, pretty good hitter. So I don't mind punting with a guy that I know is a pretty good hitter. It's not like we're going to Jeff Mathis here. And you can, but Mathis <laughs> is an awful hitter and has been his whole career. Yeah. Uh, Jansen's a pretty good prospect. So if you're not going to Jan- or you're not going to Grandel, sorry, yeah, it's Jansen. Save the money. Uh, yes, Jeff Mathis is in play if you want to do that, or even a Martin Maldonado, I guess. You could go there for cheap. But that's one of the ways you can get to Cole and DeGrom is starting with Danny Jansen, I catch him. I thought all of Toronto's uh, prospects were like the sons of famous, like Hall of Famers and such. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got like four, what four of them with the Bichette, who should be up at some point. I think he's hurt. I feel like he's dealing with an injury. BGO, of course, is there. We know Guerrero. Uh, Jeff Conine's kid is in the system. I think he was suspended for PEDs or something of the sorts. But uh, not that Jeff Conine's and, a Hall of Famer. And anymore. Rowdy, Rowdy Piper's kid. Rowdy till till he. <laughs> Yes, Rowdy, Rowdy. I, I don't think that way with the name. Yeah, that's the first name, but fair enough. It can create in the curve, I suppose. Uh, I mean, look, you can roster uh, Gary Sanchez versus, uh, you know, another guy that, that uh, you know, has got a legacy in the league, Zach Plezak, who I believe it's uncle was Dan Plezak. I don't think it was his yeah. father. Yeah. Um, anything else that's worth mentioning here as far as catcher? Because, you know, it's just it's a crapshoot, and uh, Grandall kind of pops off the, the table, and I don't mind Sanchez in tournaments. Of course, we know his power potential, but. Uh, you know, you, you said Mathis, he's out there. I, I would play Jansen over Mathis. Yeah. The only reason you don't do that is if you're making multiple lineups, you just want to be a little different and hope that Mathis has the better day knowing that everybody else has taken Jansen down there. I will say that if, if you're building a Philly stack, I think Ramuto's fine. If you can get to him too, again, maybe you've got Cole and Bailey you know, doing a Philly stack. I'd say Ramuto's in play, a good price at $4,100 there. We want lefties ideally versus melee, but, uh, you know, he's fine. But for me, if I get the grand dollar, great. And that might be a reason why I go to Bailey, just so I get grand dollar in there. But aside from that, yeah. it's pretty simple. It's, it's uh, grand dollar top, it's chance at the bottom, and I don't have to have anybody in the middle. Yeah, I mean, somebody else is going to do something, but I can't tell you who it's going to be, and yeah. nobody can. <laughs> and I'm not investing in that either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as far as first base, you mentioned Molly and, and Eflin. I, I don't mind either one of those pitchers, but I got a different slate, but tonight, and Molly's definitely taking steps forward as well, too, and historically been mashed by lefties but he's uh, kind of subdued that a little bit of late for what it's worth uh first base i think the the cash chalky play uh is matt olson speaking of guys actually lance lynn's been better versus lefties too like historically he's always been a guy with a massive split and still this might be fraudulent to some extent but for what it's worth he's been better versus lefties this year 
as he has in years past. But we're in Texas. We got a five total. Matt Olson uh, is batting, you know, third versus Lynn, who you know splits in his favor. Whatever you want to say about Lance Lynn splits, and he's a guy we didn't talk about as far as pitchers. Ridiculous price, but I guess it's been justified, uh, which I've always been doing of late. But I'm not totally buying in on that. Uh, what say you as far as first? Because me, I think it's Olson, and that's kind of where I'm landing at right now. Yeah, Olsen is definitely the guy, and he's too cheap over my opinion. We know Lynn's been very good this season uh, and better versus lefties, as you mentioned. But still, this is the guy that I'm okay attacking with lefties in that ballpark with that bullpen versus his power. I love Olsen today. If you're building Kaskin lineup, Olsen's your guy. Uh, if you can't get them, I guess Votto's fine, too, in cash. Doesn't have that GPP upside. I think Cincinnati's a little sneaky today versus Eflin. So I, I don't mind that. But if you're looking to save money, um, outside of Olsen, I think uh, Rowdy Talese is interesting. Again, I don't mind some of these Jays versus Kelly here today. And uh, Talese is pretty cheap hitting in that three-hole. Something else I will say as well, it's, it's a DK play, Derek Dietrich. Again, I like some of these Reds bats. And if you wanted to say, I don't know, you wanted a second base, you wanted to use, you know, Moustakas or something like that, and you can't get to Dietrich. Dietrich is 5K mm-hmm. and, and first base eligible. I just think it's interesting that uh, if you're going to a Bailey, you're trying to be different. He just has got, uh, as we know, multi-homer upside here. It's a plus matchup for him, and he's so expensive, and nobody's using him there. Yeah, what we say a lot of times at tournaments is you're not always supposed to care about the price, and sometimes you embrace the overprice, and that's a clear overprice. Not that, I mean, Dietrich is just walloping the baseball. He's had several games where he, he had double dong, I think triple dong one game. Uh, and as far as where you're shopping at, I want to say he's 3K on FanDuel. Like, he's like a chalk, you know, potential cash game play over there, but on DK on fans draft, uh, definitely an ambitious tournament play, but you know, absolutely he's got the power to take F1 out in the positive ballpark. I don't mind that. You mentioned Votto, who's just, man, he's just been terrible. The power's gone. He's striking out too much. Yeah, what happened to Votto? I mean, if you drafted him in a season long, which clearly this is not season long, but still, like, well, I mean, you, you, I mean, he must be – is he the most disappointing player that's not hurt? Uh, there's Jose Ramirez. Yeah, I guess Jose that Ramirez? could be worse. And I got him in one of my seasons. He was the first rounder. He was like the top th- third, yeah. three or four picks. I took him third overall in a league that I'm dead last in right now. And I and I remember hating the position and not wanting to go there because third base was strong. But, yeah, I guess he gets the edge, Ramirez and then Votto. Uh, Thames is another guy, by the way, a good price on FanDuel, on DK, on on, on, uh, on fans draft. You can get there, sure. We want to pick on Rookie Davis. He's got plenty of power. Uh, don't mind him, but uh, not a cash game play, but a good tournament play. Oh, another and, one, too, Dean, sorry, along the lines of the Dietrich play is uh, Howie Kendrick. I mean, Kendrick has been real good where he's first base eligible. Washington, a little sneaky as a stack tonight, the righties. So um, I don't mind that as they uh, pro- pronounce the pitcher he's facing, but this is our pre show conversation. Yeah, I mean, you know, the problem is we talked about this earlier the fact that you hear the highlights and, and these guys, you know, on ESPN and stuff will butcher the name. You get the road broadcaster, the home broadcaster. Uh, uh, Marja Vicious? No, it's not Vicious. It's uh, Vicious. Marja <laughs> Vicious. I mean, how to say we're it. talking about it with uh, DJ and the producer that what the right pronunciation is. We've heard it differently all the way. That's a tough name to say in general, but if you can on MLB.com, which Dean and I both talked about too, uh, Dean, you just informed me, you can actually get the away broadcast or the home broadcast. So when these kids are coming up and they're playing, I'm going to actually try to click on the home broadcast and assume that the broadcaster is for the home team know how to pronounce the kid's name but when in doubt google it i guess but uh pepsi did you hear d train in your ear he was telling you how to say it marjavadish <laughs> this is like the spelling bee yeah 
I said it way better when we were talking earlier. Like that, the way DJ said it's pronounced is the way I would normally say it. But then, of course, I come out here and I butcher it. But uh, it's one of those ones we have to hear a few times, I think, before you get a good handle on. There's a lot of names that we're pretty smooth with in, in DFS in terms of uh, tough baseball names. But you got to hear it a few times and make sure you're doing it right. Hold on, does DJ have access to just kind of jump on the show and start talking? Devin, can you just talk to the people? Yep, the name is Margavichus. How have we never taken advantage of this in years past? Like, we're just discovering this now? This is amazing. I thought, I thought we were the only ones that were hearing that. <laughs> but like, Ken, uh, Kendrick is egregious as far as the price, but uh, Nick, uh, I'm, I'm happy to pick on there in San Diego. We'll talk about a guy like Rendon is overpriced too. And even Turner, assuming his finger is fine. I don't mind Washington as a little, like, sneaky mini snack, I suppose. Uh, anybody else is worth it? It's worth talking about at first, or shall we jump to the old Kiso position there, Pepsi? We yeah, got six that's all I got at first base. The second base, I love Moustakas. I talked about him earlier. Obviously, the Brewer lefties here. This just seems like, again, Moustakas is going to double dong in. So I got a lot of Moustakas here. I, I didn't really go a lot of other places yet when I'm tinkering because, you know, I'm only building three GPP lineups here, and uh, I probably will have Moustakas on all of them. I will say, if you want to save some money, I don't hate Nicky Lopez. I think he's interesting. Um, but I don't love the fact he's batting seventh. The, the price is cheaper. I just – I feel like, you know – Mustakas is expensive, but with all the value of other places, we can get to him. But I will also say in FanDuel, uh, Derek Dietrich, um, second base eligible only on FanDuel, uh, he's only 3K there, so he's very reasonable there as well. And if you're picking one Reds lefty to take Eflin deep, it's probably going to be Dietrich. So where I can't get to Mustakas, I'll get to Dietrich. Um, but for the most part on Fantasy Draft, I'm building three laps. I don't think I'm getting off Moose. So if I need a second baseman on DK and I'm going double barrel and i got to save some salary Pepsi – uh cleanup hitter jason kip this is two seven yeah i don't mind that too and again i mean lopez it just seems like he can he's got a a better matchup i guess versus nova i just don't like the fact he's hitting seventh but uh it would be between lopez and kipness for me but again one of the reasons why i'm going to danny jansen and some other value plays that we'll get to is so i can get Mustakas in there i'm like i'm making three lineups you know in gbps and in cash for me it's a slam dunk i'm getting Mustakas in there you could obviously save the money here and go to Mustakas a third uh, on DK, and you can do the same thing on fantasy draft with just an infield position. Um, obviously, you wouldn't have to play Kipnis or Lopez there, but I would definitely get Mustakas in somewhere. Chat loved uh, D Train jumping up. We, we always talk about how he's a multitasker. That's just one more task. Now he has to come on and say uh, a couple. We got to make that a regular segment. <laughs> Every once in a while, have D Train jump on here. Uh, you know, the voice of God in our ears. Uh, all right. With Merrifield, uh, I don't mind him against Nova either. We have a team total for Kansas City over five. Uh, definitely employ. I agree. If you have the salary, you want the moose versus rookie Davis. But again, there are some salary restraints. I'm not really sure if that's somebody I'm prioritizing. Love him for, for tournaments, if nothing else. Uh, jump the third base, Pepsi. Hot quarter. What do you have for me? It's Travis Shaw. Again, I know he's been terrible, guys. And he's batting seventh. And I'm hoping that keeps his ownership down. But he's way too cheap. He still hits the ball hard versus righties. He still has someone upside. Shaw is the way to go if you want to double barrel the Cole and uh, the ground lineups here. So Shaw's my boy. Um, he's so cheap across the industry. Outside of that, I mean, obviously, we stock as we talked about where he's multi-eligible on, on DK there. But um, a couple other interesting ones I'll throw up here. The Jays are a little sneaky tonight versus, you know, Merrill Kelly. And if you read Cheese's article, you know, I'm kind of confused as to who Kelly is. And mm -hmm. you read Cheese's article, he basically says it's been, what, 11 starts now? I still don't know who he is. So we're all kind of confused. What we do know is that in GPPs, if you're loading four or five lineups out there, we can stack against him because he's either awful or he's good. And he might just be average overall. But uh, Vladimir Guerrero is a guy that could obviously take him deep a couple of times. He's still too cheap in a in my opinion. And Anthony Rendon, along the lines of Howie Kendrick, 
I don't see a lot of these Washington righties in play today. They're expensive. They won't be popular. I think I might have to get me a Washington stack in there just to see what happens. But uh, just throw him out there to be a little contrarian. We mentioned Jose Ramirez in passing. Like, the price definitely reflects how terrible he's been. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, what do we do with this guy? Are we playing him or what? He's so cheap, you know, but I just don't think he gets there tonight. Again, I'm not making enough lineups, I guess, to get to him. Um, we didn't even talk about Matty Chapman. I, I mean, that's another good power bat in Oakland that we like. I mean, Lynn's been really good versus righties, but you can certainly attack him in any which way here, um, especially the bullpen behind that ballpark. Uh, Manny Machado's another guy that's in a plus matchup versus mm-hmm. a righty that gives up a lot of contact. There's just so much to love here, whether it's value or it's just, you know, home run bats in general. They're all ahead of Jose Ramirez. And despite the fact that he's fairly cheap, I just, you know, he's facing a good pitcher. He's really struggled. He's facing a great bullpen. I probably won't go there today. I mean, despite the price, I can't go there. I'd much rather go down to Shaw, who I think has got a better matchup, and more likely to hit a dong at a cheaper price. And if I'm not doing that, I'll, I'll go to guys that are close to him, like Chapman and Guerrero. I just think I'm swinging the bat better. Yeah, you mentioned Machado at shortstop. You can play him, too. Um, of course, on fans draft, like, positions don't really matter. It's infielders, outfielders, utility spots. Uh, but Machado's another guy who hasn't had this particularly special year. But, I mean, Eric Fetty, one of the weaker pitchers that's taking the bump. Not a great ballpark, but, of course, you know, righty power plays better in San Diego as opposed to lefty power. Uh, and it's all sort of baked in. I think Machado, dollar for dollar, is probably your best shortstop. I assume he's going to crack the lineup. He's not in there just yet because that's a West Coast game. We don't have it just yet. But, uh for me, dollar for dollar, I think uh, it's going to be Machado. That's who's in my holding lineup as of right now, at least. Yeah, he's in my casket lineup as well. He's too cheap. Again, contact pitcher in there. It's a pretty good matchup, but I guess we've kind of converted to shortstop. So I'll talk about Marcus Semyon leading off in a pretty good matchup here, too, in the terms of ballpark and bullpen. Lynn's been really good. I feel like Oakland's going to be popular. I've read enough about Oakland that I think they'll still be popular. So Semyon's reasonable leading off as well. Machado's still my guy. Elvis Andrews. He is a mini lefty killer. I absolutely love Ellis Andrews. I don't have to pick on Anderson, but um, yeah, I just think Ellis Andrews is in the in the equation as well. So I'm going to get some exposure to him. Cardi's going to be on crunch time next, and uh, somebody's going to ask him about Ellis Andrews being a lefty killer, as you say, and he's going to be very I said upset. Mini, mini lefty killer. He's even very still. good lefties. He's an underrated hitter. He has jack in a bag potential, even I think. That, is that potentially your jack-in-the-bag prediction tonight? I don't want to give anything away. I'm just saying he's got that potential tonight. Well, we only have 13 minutes left in the show. Stay tuned. We'll knock that out just uh, momentarily. Uh, I do want to say, I don't really want to pick on Matt Boyd per se, but uh, the Minnesota Twins are really cheap. Uh, you can get yourself a twin stack really cheap with good pitching. Polanco is 4.3K on DK. We'll talk about Boomstick Nelly Cruz. He's really cheap. Uh, Crone, uh, pretty reasonable. Uh, and, you know, that offense has just been walloping everybody. And I know Boyd's taking big steps this year, and he's been a great pitcher. But uh, locked in for nine, if things go awry, that bullpen's not particularly good. Mm. Uh, if I'm making 10 lineups, I might make a little a little Minnesota stack in tournaments. I, again, it's all sort of baked into the price, too. And, again, you can get good pitching with Minnesota. Uh, I like them for tournaments. Uh, this is not the stack portion of the show. I just want to say that when I saw Polanco's name. Let's jump into the outfield, Pepsi. We talked about bets. Uh, bets always too cheap. Keep on mentioning that Cruz, who's too cheap, of course, in the slate, just an egregious price. We know how he just absolutely annihilates lefties, despite the fact that Boyd's a good lefty. That price is way too cheap. Uh, other outfielders that kind of jump out for you? Uh, Christian Yelich, I think, is the top outfielder. Again, the Brewer lefty bats, we really like them. Splits in their favor all night long. Harper and Trout may not get any recognition tonight a little bit. I mean, Marco Gonzalez, a pretty good pitcher. Nobody's really talking about Trout. Harper versus Melee is interesting. Him and Bruce 
in the outfielder interesting there, but uh, I'll give you three value bats as well. They're like Jesse Winker, Derek Fisher, and Randall Grichuk all have uh, pretty good upside at their prices tonight. Grichuk is always a little bit too cheap, isn't he? It just seems that way. Chris Davis, by the way, another guy uh, who's still too cheap. Chris Davis for Oakland. I know we want uh, lefties against Lynn historically, but Chris Davis just seems too cheap for that. Uh, Scotty also, Dean. Scotty's pretty cheap too, considering the, the matchup. Again, tough, tough righties versus Lynn, but still the power's there. Uh, don't mind Kane or, or Braun. I know you mentioned Yelich, of course, salary crap uh, reasons. If it's Trout or, or Yelich, you can only spend up on one. Who is it? Uh, Yelich for me tonight. Yeah, it's it's. I really like them both, and I'm not really sure what to do. And Marco Gonzalez has been bad. Uh, yeah, but, nice. but in general, this is a guy we don't have to pick on, right? That, that's kind of where I'm at. And, and again, Yelich is going to see righties all day long in a better ballpark. So it, it's tough, tough to ever pick somebody over Trout, but I'm going Yelich. I'm not playing enough lineups to uh, get my equal shares of Trout and, uh, and Yelich. I might even give the edge to Harper tonight versus Maley as well in that matchup. So I, I probably won't get the Trout today, which is why I'm telling you, Trout, nobody's really on him, you know? So uh, it's a nice spot to play and get him at a low ownership. It's funny. I was just going to say, let's not sleep on Harper. I know Harper has been somewhat disappointing this year as well, too. And Male, uh, if you look at his full numbers against lefties, it's just an absolute disaster. Uh, you know, he's been better of late for what it's worth. But, uh, you know, I, I think Harper is going to be, I don't know, somewhat ignored. And Bruce, of course, is lurking, but he, he just got priced up so quickly. I suppose for tournaments, of course, he's in play. Hard to justify for cash games. Uh, Pepsi, we're going to do the screen share in just a second. Start loading up their questions, uh, the questions in chat. We can knock on as many as possible before we step aside and make way for crunch time. Uh, and if there are questions as of now on the, on the YouTube, first of all, feel free to like and subscribe. We much appreciate that. If your questions are there, Devin, one of his tasks are copying and pasting questions uh, from said YouTube. Bring them over here to rotogrounders.com. Pepsi, your favorite stacks, your favorite dongs, who are they? Uh, third stack, Milwaukee. I think that uh, Oakland's interesting as well. And they're going to be quite chalky, though. And, and Washington and San Diego, that game in general, like the righty bats from both sides, or they're both playing southpaws. I think they're both interesting. And Cincinnati, even, another team I think could be interesting. In terms of home runs in the uh, top dollar tier here, it's going to be Mike Wustakis in the middle, Matt Olson. And for value, I struggled with Shaw versus Talese. So I guess I said both Shaw and Talese. You cheated. That's a good move. Yeah. That, people won't remember. They'll think you picked three. And you, I will take Shaw over Talese, but you know, just, <laughs> just so you know that if you're thinking Shaw, no, I can't do it. Well, then you've got Talese then. Jack in a bag. Who's banging one out and swiping a bag? Yeah, I got a couple guys. At the, the high tier, the, I guess it's the it's the lower end of the high tier, but Elvis Andrews, I think he really is Jack in a bag upside tonight. And you see Puig. I don't know what it is about Cincinnati tonight. I just feel like they could score some runs, so uh, Puig has that potential. Quick uh, screen share here as we're loading up questions. I fired up the old lineup HQ, Pepsi. Feel free to jump on there and join me. Uh, Want to see what's going down as far as umpires. Of course, umpire data not fully out just yet because, you know, new series are starting today. The umpire data is not known until a couple hours before the game. Let's see what's popping. Oh, we got everything except for one game, except for Heaney and Gonzalez for what it's worth. We like to focus on the extremes. We got extreme hitters umpire against rookie Davis. That's probably a recipe for disaster. Uh, Domingo Herman also has a, a an extreme hitters umpire. Urania extreme hitters umpire. This is uh, the first time since that disaster, right? Urania facing Atlanta where Gaussman hit him on purpose or something like that. I think this is the first time. Just I don't think any of that that, that shenanigans is done, right? We think we assume it's done. Yeah, I haven't heard much buzz about it. And I just yeah, I don't think that's a thing, but uh, I guess we'll find out soon. Soraka has an extreme hitters umpire. We kind of talked about that before. We are, we already think he's overpriced. Like he'll be fine. Uh, and Kershaw's got an extreme pitcher's umpire, and 
again, if you're playing the late sleeve, yeah, you're probably going to play some Kershaw. And I don't hate him in tournaments, but, you know, I just like other guys better. That's just where I'm at, basically. Uh, other extremes, that's basically it as far as the extremes. I wanted to see what do we have as far as ownership? Because I thought maybe I'm wrong. Maybe my read's wrong, or maybe I'm just a little too chalky in my head as far as the projected ownership for pitchers. It's the Grom at 38%. Like, obviously, Jimmy is always tinkering on this, and him and his team, they're knocking it out all the way up the lock, and maybe it'll make an adjustment. I'm sure there'll be some adjustments, but to me, that almost seems a little bit low, which sounds kind of silly, but that price is just goofy. Yeah, I mean, funny thing is, though, when you get into tournaments, a lot of guys like to be a little contrarian, especially if they're only throwing a dart, which brings the ownership down a little bit. But I'm looking out there with you now, too, and I'm thinking, yeah, it, it, it might be accurate. I mean, it might be. I mean, I, I wanted to say higher as well, but, I mean, he knows what he's doing. As many times as I look at the numbers, sometimes I go, really? I don't think so. And sure enough, he's, he's, he's more accurate than I am. That's why he's doing what he's doing. He does a fantastic job here. So uh, I'm going to take the over. If I had to take the over, I would probably yeah. put it more in 42 43%. That might go up as, uh, as the day goes on here. But I would, I mean, you know, he might be more accurate than I think he is once again here. But uh, I would definitely go over if I had to guess him that. For what it's worth, I'm better with the ponies as I am with predicting accuracy as of ownership. So just take that for what it's worth, right? The, uh, yeah. Oh, you know, we got to give it a refresh, Pepsi, because apparently it's been all over it. So let me see if it's changed. I'm sure we moved the needle. It's our conversation specifically, and Jamino wasn't actually on it. No, I'm sure he was on top of it. Let's see. What we, well, wait, it's still at 38%. <laughs> Did I not hit the refresh button? Let's see if well, I want to refresh your butchering of the ponies. Maybe that's what he was <laughs> Unbelievable. D-Train throwing me out of the, uh, the D-Train. Uh, let's see. We have, a, okay, we have 42% Degrom on, on DK, and he's probably working on fans draft right now. Maybe he thinks it's a 38% of fans draft. All right. Uh, let's knock out some questions from chat, uh, Pepsi. They are compiling now. Uh, what about the boomstick? We like the boomstick, right, Nelly Cruz? Yeah, not, I'm not going my way to pick on Boyd, but if you pick him one bad, I'd to take him deep. It is the boomstick. And I will say that Polanco is better left-handed, too. So if you're trying to figure out which righties you want, or which route to go, it would be Cruz and Crone first. I don't have to have Polanco at twin stack. Do you like a Domingo Santana versus Heaney? I, I prefer the Heaney side, but what's your thoughts? Yeah, I think Heaney can get to him and strike him out. He's been real good. I don't have to pick on Heaney. I get it, but I, I don't have to have uh, Domingo tonight. That Seattle lineup is out for what it's worth, and it, I don't believe it looks very good. Uh, Malik's Santana's batting second, which I guess is kind of interesting, I suppose. Uh, we like Bogelbach around here, Team Girth, uh, you know, CEO. But lefty on lefty versus Heaney, I'm not a big fan. And Carnacion's in there. Beckham, Seager, Mac Williamson, who's got a lot of power for what it's worth. Uh, but he's not terrible for like a one-off upside cheap dude. Uh, Murphy and then Dylan Moore. Uh, would you play Lagaris tonight versus Colorado to finish out your lineup? I guess it's a last man in. They like everything. If Lagaris makes everything work for you, are you okay with Juan Lagaris? Yeah, I mean, he's only 4.5K over here on uh, Fantasy Drafts. So I, I don't I don't hate it. I mean, I haven't really dug into that area to see if there's better options. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always okay punting with a, with a capable hitter when you love everything else. I mean, Ligaris is not great by any means, but he's capable, and he's likely staying in there the whole game because of his defense. So, and Sensatel is pretty hittable. So, if you love everything else and can't find a better way to go, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I mean, there's an opportunity across, I suppose, to the outfield. You make that argument he's at the worst possible spot, batting eighth at home uh, in the National League in front of a pitcher. But Hey, a couple of walks. That could be a couple of walks and a run scored. Nobody wants a couple of walks. I mean, if you're, if you're punting dirt cheap and you get a couple of walks and a run into your punt, I'm perfectly fine with that. It's the rest of my lap that I'm in love with, apparently, that needs to do the job for me. 
Is Harper a lock at home? To, well, no, there's no locks. But, like, he's a good play, right? Yeah, I love Harper today. Again, if you're, if you're predict, predicting one guy to hit a home run tonight, I'm – man, I, I took Moustakas, obviously, but Harper's right there. It's just, again, Harper's perfectly fine walking, and they tend to pitch around him more than they would a Moustakas. But uh, we know Maley's bad versus lefties. It's a real good spot for Harper tonight. He's not going to be all that popular, I don't think. So both these guys are cheap on Fandle. Talese is like 2-3 over there, and they're asking Talese versus Chris Taylor under the presumption that Chris Taylor bats leadoff tonight. Um, I would take Talese over Taylor, bad ballpark for Taylor, and also uh, there's a very real chance, depending on how that lineup looks now, like he turns into like a Jock Peterson later in the game. Exactly. You might not get four at-bats, tough ballpark, and uh, extreme pitchers umpire. That's, that comes into play a little bit for hitting as well when you're debating. So that gives the edge to Talese for me. Uh, is Machado in play tonight? We like Machado, right? Yeah, we love Machado. That's uh, again, San Diego, Washington, the righties there, all underrated, in my opinion, tonight. Uh, best low cost shortstop, not a site given. Hey, Machado's pretty cheap, yeah, reasonably priced. I, I mean, again, I had three guys that I want to get exposure to. Machado was the easy one, Andrews, I like, and again, sending leading off is interesting. At the very least, you get him in with your Oakland stacks. I didn't see a guy that I wanted to pay down for, I kind of wanted to be on them. I just think. All three are fairly reasonably priced, especially Machado. And again, the most part, depending on the side, I'm only doing three tournament lineups. So I didn't really go for much value down there. So off the top of my head, I don't really have a, uh, a value shortstop. Let me just scan real quick and see if anybody pops up here, Dean, over. Yeah, I don't see that. one either, like a, a Brandon Crawford, but I'm not playing Brandon Crawford lefty on lefty versus Kershaw and Sam Fran. Like, that's just not happening. I'm I mean, not doing Tim it. Beckham's kind of cheap. Did he crack the lineup? I didn't see the Seattle Yeah, line. he's in there. He's batting fifth, but, you know, I guess. I Beckham batting fifth isn't horrible, I guess. But, again, we're, we prefer Heaney much more than the Seattle bats. So, I would suggest you find a few hundred dollars more and get up to Machado. Uh, and if you're spending all the way up, or if you have the money spent all the way up, we didn't really mention his name or maybe mention it in passing, but uh, Adabarth Mondesi. Uh, just a fun name to say, but I like him tonight. Uh, that Royals lineup versus Nova, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely in favor of in tournaments. If you're doing 20 lineups on DK for tournaments, uh, do you like the stack? Do you like to take one-offs? Is it a combination platter? Is it uh, case-based? What are your thoughts today? Normally, I would stack. I mean, I'm doing 20 lineups. I'm going to get a combination of a bunch of teams, uh, especially if I love a team like, say, Milwaukee tonight. I want to get them a couple of times with five or six other teams together, you know. Uh, but I'm not like tonight where I can get Cole and DeGrom. I don't have to stack. I can pick some pieces together here. So probably do a little bit of both. That being said, we gave you enough value. So cold, the Grom and some value, you can still stack. And if you're going to Bailey, of course, the reason you do that is to stack and get guys like Grandola catcher and, and stack them up. But uh, I would say that 80% of the time, unless I'm, you know, double barrel on a pitcher, I'm stacking on DK with 20 plus times. Best low cost outfielder, not named boomstick for a Homer. Um, is that Winker? Gritchick. Okay. Gritchick, oh. Winker. Yep, they're both, they're both solid for low cost. Is Pepsi your favorite uh, to do Rotogrinder shows with? Of course. Like, that's who I'm going to show with right now. I'm not going to say, and there's no gun, there's no, no gun off screen to my and head. And we're best friends. Hello. <laughs> How do you feel about Arizona? Like, just don't break my nose. Yeah, I, I don't pick on Marcus Stroman. I mean, and that's not a homer call. It's just a guy that you don't attack. I mean, you know, I know Arizona's a kind of offense to, uh, to to really blow up, in my opinion. I mean, decent spot, good hitters bar, ballpark. We know the Jays' bullpen's awful, but uh, I'm not picking on Stroman. Bobby's asking why has nobody mentioned Pineda. Uh, I... Because he's Pineda? I mean, I get it. He's cheap. The Tigers are awful versus righties. There's some potential there. But I just feel like this is a spot where 
people jump on Pineda, they think it's a no-brainer, and Detroit hits them because, again, he's still – the hard contact is still there. I mean, I'm – I like Castellanos as far as a cheap outfitter. I like Castellanos. Pineda gives up too many homers. I, I like Castellanos as a – I'm playing him before I'm playing Pineda. I agree with you. I really never thought about Castellanos there, but that's the guy that I love in general, so I'm perfectly fine with that. But I get the Pineda thing. I hope I'm, I hope I'm right with it, but I, I'm, just, I'm just not on him. I just don't like the fact because it's so much contact. doesn't fit deep in the games. He's just – just seems to be overrated. I, I want to run long and just I want to hear Devin like cut us off like live on air in front of everybody else. Like tell him, get off. We got to do crunch time. That's what I'm waiting for Devin to just kind of halt the show. Uh, we do have to step aside and get out of here, Pepsi. Good show. Uh, awesome slate. Uh, I do want to get your final thought there is asking about Yelich versus Curry. It's going to be Yelich and the Raptors. <laughs> He's Pepsi. Enjoy your basketball tonight, Pepsi. Good luck. Hopefully, uh, you know, you guys might get yourself a 3-1 lead. That'll be good times. Uh, Oh, and lastly, we do want to mention, again, the ponies, which are the ponies? Yeah, we're going to drop the link in chat if you guys want to go ahead. uh, And the RG contest is going down. Last we saw, maybe 15 or 20 people or so have signed up. And if you have a 1 in 20 chance of winning yourself a year of RG premium, not just that, top four, top five or so get to prizes as well, including uh, a month or three months or some RG swag. Just pick the the first four winners, the first five winners, I believe. The link is in chat. You guys can see what it is. And of course, if you sign up for through the TVG link and you make a deposit up to two hundred dollars, you make you make a win wager on one of the ten horses going down. If that horse wins, you win. If that horse loses, you get your money back. So it's win push. He's Pepsi. I'm Dean. Enjoy your baseball. Stay tuned for crunch time. We're out of here. Holler.